I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Afis, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to go over this week's worth of wrestling, talking all things AEW, WWE, a little bit of NXT in there as well, mm. um, but definitely, you know, sadly, we got to talk about these releases that happened this week. I'm not going to bury the lead there. Uh, it was a sad, sad week for a lot of us wrestling fans seeing some of some of the, some big names yeah. uh, getting let go from WWE in this quote unquote cost cutting budget cuts move. Um, rumors dark, are another dark Wednesday as they calling it right now. Yeah. And, and it seems like, you know, rumor is they're preparing for a sale. Um, we don't know to who, but you know, yeah. they're slimming down. So potentially, you know, looking to sell the company, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but let's just get into these these releases and these names, okay? So, um, Devin, you got the names pulled up there. We just we just yeah. went over them real quick, but why don't you read off those names for us? Yeah, man. So here are the names right now. We got Lana, Ruby Wright, Santana Garrett, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, and here's the big one right here. This is the shocker, Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah, that I was mean, the big one right there. I was shocked. Yeah, by that. so I and and now having some time because it's been it's been a little bit now since yeah, you know few days. these names came out. Had some mm-hmm. time to process it. If I you know try to go back to the way I was feeling right then and there, it was just shock and kind of like what is happening? What's going on? Um, you know, I, think it's, I immediately it's crazy. texted you. I was like, bro. Like, yeah. check the news right now. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because uh, I had gotten my second uh, vaccine shot and, you know, was feeling a little tired and, and under the weather. Yeah. And, um, you know, seeing it, I was kind of like in and out of <laughs> sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, is this real? Like, what am I seeing right now? And I just, I really didn't have any words when it first came out. I was just mm. like, wow, just, just sad and shameful and un, you know just i just felt felt you know upset but i think mostly just sad um yeah. for all of them for all yeah. six of them yeah. i mean braun Strowman is the biggest name for sure but you know go thinking about like ruby riot and how much promise she had and never really getting to be fully explored as a character yeah. i don't, I don't you think know, she ever got a fair shot man no i mean even in nxt i would say that in nxt she that was probably the the best of her, and then the beginning yeah. in in WWE with the Riot Squad at the very beginning that was good too. But they never quite let them just just be the best version of themselves. Um, and then they had recently the the moment at WrestleMania, 
um, where they seemed to be that team that was going through the gauntlet and became a crowd favorite a little bit. But that gauntlet yeah. match was kind of a mess. And, you know, they had a match on SmackDown, I believe, um, against the tag team champions and lost. Yeah. And, yeah, then now done. Just, just Ruby's gone. So that sucks. Uh, Lana, I mean, talk about nine times she went through tables. <laughs> sacrifice. Then only to... <laughs> to get released but yeah. she went through nine tables yep the title shot that was supposed to go to her went to charlotte it did then she's at wrestlemania <laughs> they don't win the tag team titles nope. she's in the tag team with naomi is they keep teasing it, it oh you know maybe they'll be yeah least to nowhere right um alistair black oh my literally God. just on television literally just screwed biggie yes. over yes and you know what i was digging the new Dark father persona. Yeah. He was putting it out there, and come to find out, he you know he he was on Twitch explaining his release and how that was his brainchild, and how Vince McMahon loved that idea, and how they were just going, you know, for it with this, and just to see it just complete. That was it's that weird. Was, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's like yeah. it feels so. That to me, that right there makes it pretty clear how last minute this decision had to be mm-hmm. because you're talking about cost cutting yet. How much money did you spend on those animated, you know, vignettes yes. for this dark father, you know, storytelling, like you spent money. Cause those look good. Like, they did. I was like, Ooh, you, this is intriguing. You know, telling real, the dark father, nice. you're right. Right. Explaining yeah. how to embrace pain and all of that. I was, I was intrigued by this, man. I'm like, okay, right. this is the Alistair I can get behind with, man. And, just and like, the, there's no closure for no. Biggie oh because the person that screwed Biggie over is gone. So how does he <laughs> continue on? You know, it's right. just poof. It's just yes. turned to dust. I guess I can't do nothing. You know, like it's just it's crazy. So that and then oh my god, like with with Buddy. I mean, Buddy just hadn't been on television, nah, so that's man. probably him and Santana Garrett were the two, I guess, most seamless cuts because they weren't Wasn't we weren't used. seeing them at all. Right. But it still sucks because OP Buddy Murphy, like we, yes, we, oh my god. We dug him that. Marvel, yeah, at what he would do, you know, in the ring, in the cruiserweight division. You know, 205 Live just dominating people. And then, you know, a couple of instances on NXT, you know, got to see him too, like, show up as a guest and just be a boss, be awesome. And, you know, then with Seth, it it was a good uh, story for him to be under the tutelage of Seth Rollins and bringing him up. And, you know, it made sense. He he had that feud with Aleister Black, which is funny enough, lost. Lost his way, and then he, <laughs> Seth Rollins, come to me, you know, be my disciple. Disciple, cool. yes. And then nothing. And the whole thing with him and Rey Mysterio's daughter. Well, that was nothing, bro. They just threw that <laughs> like, shit, tossed it aside. That's just like, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about they it. They said, nah, we ain't doing nothing with this. Yeah. And then, oh, man, Braun yeah. Strowman. Like, yeah. this man literally, literally just fought for the WWE Championship. It was just, just a month fought. ago. Just a month ago. Just literally the last pay-per-view we just had. He was and you in know the what sucks threat. about that, too? If I haven't seen that 24, I probably wouldn't feel how I feel right now. But since I did and see him go talk about his, you know, uh, his uh, going through his mental issues about yeah. how I think last year WrestleMania, you know, the one he, he got the belt for, from Goldberg and how he, yeah. he was almost contemplating suicide. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't feel like he had a spot on the roster. And then, like, what the fuck? You know, Vince Man, he, he, he didn't even think about that shit? Like, nah, just just cut him. Well, 
just there's so much wrong, you know, from the Braun Strowman standpoint. Like this man at one point was the biggest thing going in WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he was just so over. You know, to get these hands like the the crowd was all about him. He won mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank, didn't he? Like one Money in the Bank, and it was like, oh, Monster in the Bank. Like he was just gonna be the shit, and <laughs> just they found a way to make that just mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, he beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. You're thinking, okay, finally they're gonna they're gonna treat this man with respect and book him right. And then it just never worked. You know, him and Bray Wyatt, right, the yeah. swamp match, like what? It just was goofy and unnecessary. Um, you know, and uh, just even going back to him being tag team champions with a kid, like you know, that just goes to show you what they thought of, of Braun. And to think too, another uh, ed- example of them. Uh, of this being a last minute decision, you know, they were doing all of these little short promos of wrestlers saying how excited they were to be able to perform in front of fans again. Yeah. He was one of them. Mm-hmm. He was, he was there saying, you know, I can't wait to be in front of the, the, the people again. When we go back in the road and no matter what happens, you know, you're all going to see, uh, you know, these other competitors get these hands, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my god! Like when he did that, he he legit thought he was gonna be with them, with the company, doing what he loves. I would too with and, the contract he man. had. Man, he had a massive contract. I think it was like one or two million dollars. It's, uh, it's at least a million. At least a yeah, million. yeah, yeah. It was up there, but yeah. man, I would think too. Like, man, I ain't going nowhere. I got a, I got a fat contract. You're a made man. You're doing, you know, WrestleMania matches with Shane. I mean, granted, you know, I hated the match. I hated the yeah. story behind it. Yeah. But you would think if they're putting you in something with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, you're probably in a good spot because they're 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 working with you yeah. in that way. Yep. But you know, like it, I just go back and I think about like all the ways they use Braun and all like even that storyline. Thinking about it, like Shane calling him dumb and an idiot and all this stuff. Like, and then they cut him. Like, you, it, it just, did they ever really see Braun as more than just a big oaf kind of character? Did they never really respect him as being, like, so. the monster among men? I don't think so, because I remember when he was, you know, had his first big fight against Brock Lesnar, and it took one F5, and that was it. And I was like, what? Mm. That's it? Yeah. For Braun? Yeah. And, and that was, like, the, the prelude to... <laughs> to, to, to Braun and his bad booking, man. Man, you know, I, I I feel like it's just such a such a wasted, you know, uh, potential, you know, with with yeah. Braun Strowman, and not on his side. I think he did everything he could to make this work. He busted his ass. He got himself in he phenomenal, shape phenomenal shape from when he bro. started. Yes, just, I, I just shred it now. He's an inspiration from that standpoint. Like doing everything you can as an individual to just get your body right, get your yep. mind right. Just he did everything he could. From a booking standpoint, those bookers really need to be looking at themselves like if we can't get this guy over, we we should just we should just stop. We should just stop. <laughs> we shouldn't write anymore. You we shouldn't write anymore. Like that's a, that's a monumental failure yes. on the booker side to not be able to get a guy like Braun Strowman over or at least keep him over and book him mm-hmm. properly so that Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. said it. Braun you should be a four, five-time champion by now. Yes. What the hell is going on? That to me is a shot at the bookers, though. It's not yep. Braun. It's not yep. Braun. Yes. Like anything yep. he was You're doing, right. it's the booking. 
like he should have been like that's just that, that's that's a joke that a guy like that that is that just 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 again works so hard and has that stature and that presence that like when you see him i mean I've, we've seen him live you yeah. see him and you're like damn holy shit this dude <laughs> is that dude like i can believe like sometimes you see you see fights and you're like uh, I don't really believe that this guy would really destroy or someone or or win in this match. Yeah. There's no situation where Braun Strowman is face to face with someone you don't think Braun Strowman can't whoop this dude's ass. Mm. Like he's just so believable, you know. Like I just I don't get it. I don't. This is the one of all of them, and I think it's universal pretty much at this point yeah. that this is the cut that of all of them is the most shocking because he just seems to be. That guy, that WWE prototypical wrestler, like big guy who has charisma. Yeah. The fans love him. You know, he fans works his him. ass off. You tell him, get in shape. He says, At, when, when do you need me in shape? By? <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Bet. I got you. Right. He control you know? what he it can control. It. You know, that's what he yeah. did. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't fault, I can't fault him for that, man. He did no, what he was supposed no. to do. Yes. It was just, to your point, the fucking booking, man. Like, yeah. it, it didn't make sense, you know, from from Jump when he had his first championship, universal title against Brock Lesnar, to, to the fall, to him tag teaming with a 10-year-old, to, to, mm -hmm. to the Fiend. It was just, oh, my God, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, I remember that uh, that that Brock match, and what was it? It was, uh, um, oh man, Baron Corbin, yeah. who had screwed him over, hit him with a chair in the back, and then all of a sudden Braun was just wobbling around, and you know, Brock <laughs> just couldn't do anything. Uh, Brock Lesnar hits that one f five done. I'm like, I'm like, really? This is this how we're won. doing? And that was the was that the money that was the money bank money in the bank cash in right? Because uh, yeah, he told was. Brock yeah. he was yep. going to cash in versus just cashing in. Ugh. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, uh, what I'm hearing, you know, because uh, through other people and just, yeah. you know, reading stuff online, there's a couple things now. Because naturally, everyone think, okay, you know, Tony Khan is going to try to scoop oh, this yeah, guy yeah. up. Oh, yeah. But apparently, Braun doesn't want to wrestle anywhere else. Like, put a it's statement WWE out there. or bust. Yeah. Yeah, so so what was the statement? What did you see? Because I'm more curious. I, I've heard it from other people, but what statement did you see? Well, it was from him. It was from either from his Twitter or his uh, Instagram handle. I'm just paraphrasing, but he said he's not yeah. he's not going to be anywhere else but WWE. You know, he only sees himself, you know, in WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, I, I feel like for me, if that's how he feels, you know, then that's how he feels. Yeah. You know, you don't. You don't compromise and and you know go to AEW if in your heart you feel like that's not the place for me. Like I, there was one place for me and I'm not there anymore, so that's it. I'm done. If he's gonna retire, which is what I'm kind of hearing, is probably yeah. what's gonna happen. Might go the Hollywood route. He has a good hey, you know, do movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would be cool. That would be yep. cool. He's got a guy again that size, that stature. He's a superstar. <laughs> he's a superstar. Yeah. So absolutely, yeah. you know, join uh, uh, all these other guys. Batista. 
Yep. You know, like, yep. hook up with him, man, and, like, get with his acting coaches and everything and, you know, do his movies. Like, maybe they can get you in a Gears movie, you know, because yeah, Batista's been trying to do that forever. So, you know, like, maybe. Right, Gears of War, you know. That would be cool, see, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be awesome, you know, and I don't know. if they ever, Yeah, they, if they ever do a God of War like, hey, maybe they can work him in as a character in there. You know, like, maybe ah, it's yeah. Kratos. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, see, man. cosplay just... as, as Kratos, too. I remember that. I've, see, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. I know. And people know, I was were like, telling him, shit. you should be Kratos. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would have been a cool, like, WrestleMania-type entrance, you know, at oh, some point. With dude. fans just to do a God oh, of War-themed dude, entrance. That's friend. dope. Like, yeah. yeah that would have yeah. been cool. But, hey, man, it is what it is. You know, yeah. Braun, wish you the best in, in all you do. Um, WWE, I don't know what to say. Like it was, it was, it was a dark day as a as a wrestling fan and as a WWE fan. It just made me kind of not want to, you know, even watch wrestling for a little bit. Like yeah. if not for this show, this might have been one where I kind of just took a break from wrestling in general. Um, you know, I, I told you before, like my my youngest brother actually, yeah. you know, did that, you know, yeah. on the first round of cuts, he was like, you know what, I got to take a break because I yeah. just, I just can't, this is, this is just too much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with this one, this one kind of hit me a little bit hard seeing, yeah. you know, the names and the faces like all side by side. And I'm just looking like yeah. shaking my head. Like, like, wow. It, the Aleister Black and the Braun Strowman combination, that fucking sucked. Especially looking at know, that. Those Aleister Black, Mania he was just doing events. vignettes. He was just, he was about to do. A fucking program, a story with Big E that could have helped both of the both of them, man. Yep, yep. Just threw that away. Yeah. Just threw it away. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. So we'll see, man. I mean, you know, we've got there's potential for you know Alistair to go to AEW, maybe you know him and Zelina too. Yeah. You know, husband and wife going. I to I think AEW he'll be a better fit in Impact for some reason, man. I could but, see that too. I wouldn't yeah, mind that. I wouldn't yeah, mind that. I feel like yeah. some of these guys going to because AEW, some, their, some their roster is, is getting up there. It's almost, almost they're 100, getting man. swollen. Right. And even on AEW this past week too. I mean, we'll talk about it. But yeah. again, there's another name yeah. now yeah. that went and joined AEW. So we'll talk about that. But yeah, you're right. I feel like maybe showing some of that love now to Impact and having some of these wrestlers go there would not be a bad idea at all. Um, Impact could use the help, you know, to their roster, mm-hmm. and it would give them just more of a spotlight. Yeah, so yeah. like an man, Alistair Black on Impact. Yes, that that's... I, 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 I like. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Impact. Oh my god, just, just because of, of Alistair, right? Just because or Tommy of him. in yes. now because he'll go by Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Take that character, the what you were working on, yep. or just I mean, he's he's so creative because to come up with that, it's like I, I have full faith. Awesome. That him and his wife could come up yep. with something amazing mm-hmm. and new for Impact. Yes. So let them do their thing. Um, oh man, yeah, I could, I could definitely see. Like with uh, what's her name, Rosemary. Oh, like that, yeah, that, Rosemary. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because yeah. I could see just the 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 dark character, maybe Ooh, yeah. slightly supernatural. You know, throw that in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I can see some. Maybe not go too far, but, you know, Impact. They don't even Impact, care. Impact, bro, they go off there. the rails, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, murder, <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> yes. They do it all. So who knows, man, at that point. I will be flying, you know, across the... <laughs> he's over there. No, he's over there. No, he's over there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
Uh, so who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. But I, I could, I, I like that. I like that that call for for impact for Alistair. That actually be pretty cool. All right, so so let's get into some quick hits for for WWE. Full disclosure, you know, this week's Raw, I didn't get to see it live, and then I was gonna wait to to see it, and I saw parts, but ultimately I, I who missed watches Raw live anymore. Like, you know, can't do it. I, don't, Three I don't hours expect you to watch no. it live. Like, right. You don't even got to put a full disclosure. People just already probably just know you ain't watching it live. Dude, it's the <laughs> longest show and it's the worst show. Just Three fucking release hours. the third hour, man. You're doing all those releases, man. Release the goddamn third hour. Shit. <laughs> release the third hour. <laughs> Talk about budget cuts. Right. You know what? That makes a ton of sense, actually. That yes. does. If you really yes. want to your your budget cuts, release that third hour. You don't third need hour. it. Right. You don't need it. You wasted a whole you wasted millions on bullshit right now with that third hour. That third fucking hour, man. Get rid of it. Release it. <laughs> released released yes that one i think all wrestling fans would be like yes yes we, we applaud that release shit instead of cutting actually good talent that would just release that damn but yeah just the only thing really to talk about on raw one were those sick new day power rangers themed attire the drip was green ranger on the white just, ranger uh takes me back it perfect. takes me back yes Perfect. If you so was, Big E, yeah, I got to ask you, yeah. if Big E were a part of that, what color ranger would you want him to be? Well, if you're going to do... Because we got the green and we got yeah. the white. Then you got to do red. You got to do the red Zio. Because it's, it's Tommy. If you're going to stick with the Tommy theme, white ranger, green ranger, then you got to do the white... I mean, you got to do the red Zio ranger. See, okay, so for me, now I don't... The newer ones... I'm not as up on, so I do apologize if there's some sick, you know, newer one that's out there. Yeah. But right, you so, so the Green Ranger, right? Yep. The White Ranger with yep. the was what is it the Tiger Zord? The Tiger Zord with the White yep. Ranger. Yep. yep. White okay. Yeah. For me, it would have been the Gold Ranger. Gold Ranger. Because the go- you don't remember the gold one with the black, the black, oh, with the oh, gold oh, oh yeah, 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 Gold Zio Ranger, right? Oh um, man, I don't think it was Zio. I don't What's know if it, it was Zio. But it was it was uh so the original Red Ranger Jason yeah oh that was Zio gone for a while. that was Zio then he came was back as the Gold okay. Ranger okay. yep that was okay. Zio there you go Zio. I know my I know my Power Ranger sir there you go <laughs> <laughs> you want to quiz me you know what I'm saying quiz <laughs> nice. me on Power Rangers I got nice that. <laughs> but that for me in terms of in terms of look like I always thought I mean number one all time Green Ranger number yeah. one. Oh, hell and then yeah. Tommy's my guy. So yes. when he became White Ranger, I'm like, all right, cool, down, cool. I'm in. Yeah. But the 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 only non-Tommy Ranger that I was like, hey, this one, I like it, was that Gold Ranger. I like that Gold Ranger. So the black with the gold trim, yes. So that that would be me. If it was Biggie, I would say, hey, Biggie, take that one, the Gold <laughs> Ranger. I don't mind the red. I don't mind the red. That's not a yeah. bad call. But yeah. I always thought, you know, red. I think a, I think a Jason like. That was like the lame version of Jason. You know, I'm sorry. Like, Jason in the beginning was like, eh, The Red Ranger? You know, the Red, nah, I never nah. really got down with Jason. Bro, he no, was the leader of the I crew, didn't. bro. Nah, he was the leader. He was, he was overrated. He was always like, Tyrannosaurus, always with that aggressive. Overrated. Tyrannos- That's why when uh. Tommy came, he took over. You know, Tommy came and no one gave a shit about the Red Ranger anymore. Because, it's all about the Green Ranger. Because he whooped everybody's ass when he came in. He came in as the evil <laughs> yes. Ranger and he whooped everybody's ass. Bro, he came yes. in. Went in the Megazord. He was like, it's time to introduce the Green Ranger. Jumped up in the Megazord, 
whooped everybody ass, kicked their ass out the Megazord, and proceeded to whoop their ass some more. And did that, that and did that like yes. a mayor move on their ass too. I was like, bro, dude, dude. I'm telling you, look, I, hey, I was a fan of Power Rangers, <laughs> and overall, in general, as a team, I'm like, you know, I like them. But it wasn't until the Green Ranger showed up that it got real. Yeah, that it yeah, was like, hey, this shit right here, okay. It so was, he made him relevant. Because the Red Ranger, it was a, it was a, because you know what? Because you know, after school, you know, if you you if you was in the nineties, there was no such thing yep. as a DVR. You had to as soon as after school, you racing home so you could watch Power Rangers because that saga kicked off Monday and it ended Friday. It was a five yep. part miniseries of the Green Ranger, and you was just like this, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is about to happen, Absolutely. bro? <laughs> I, I actually. I actually, uh, this is really dating dating ourselves a little bit, but I would record, not only would I race back home, but I would record on VHS yeah. all the episodes so that I could rewatch it afterwards. Like, that's what I would do. Like, I would I literally do like, that. Oh, oh, set it up, boom. And I got good with it. I was able to, after a while, I figured out how to do the timer so I could time it so that I wouldn't uh, even have to be there. Because yeah. sometimes... Even with like Saturday morning cartoons, some of them yeah. be super early and I wouldn't yeah, wake yeah, up yeah. on time. So I'm like, all right, let me let it record, like set up the time and let it record. <laughs> when I wake up, I would check, did it record? Did it work? Did it work? It did? Yes. So then I could go back and watch everything that I missed when I was asleep. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. But <laughs> See, I tried, but I got my ass whooped because I recorded, I re-recorded over my dad's tape that he, like oh. his, his jazz or his stepping at Club oh, 7 or whatever that show back in the day. <laughs> And I, re- I re-recorded, shit, I got my ass whooped, so yeah. I had no blank oh, tapes man. to record, you know, shows I wanted on my VCR. Oh, no, my my, my folks, man, they hooked it up. They hooked, hooked it up. up. Oh, they made sure that I had the tapes. <laughs> Me and my brother, we had the tapes. We made sure. Family took care of us. Thank you, Mom and Dad, <laughs> for that. They hooked it up. They did. They did. Oh, man. Nice, nice going down uh, memory lane. Memory lane. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah, there. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, New Day, for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that to me was like, you know, the, the top thing. Now, the Randy Orton, uh, uh, Riddle yeah. uh, team, and their, their uh, continued growth, that's one of the things that I missed. Um, so I know a little bit about what happened. Uh, Randy Orton you, doing the bro Derek in this one, uh, the mustache that everybody's yeah. talking about. So I know that. But why don't you speak more about that? Like, what were your thoughts on on Randy and and, and RK Bro? I'm digging the chemistry. Like, it's it's a fun dynamic team. Uh, I love how Matt Riddle and and Randy Orton play off each other. Especially how Randy Orton is always serious and Matt, Matt Riddle is always that charismatic. So it's almost like yin and yang. So they almost balance each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it works so well. But it was just so good because, you know, in the backstage you see see Randy Orton. He's like, hey, hey, Matt Riddle, you know, I want you to come out there and, and watch me, uh, you know, watch me wrestle. Xavier Woods. He was like, you do, Randy? You really want me to? <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so you go, you go out there, they're doing this thing. And he know how he's uh, doing that DDT off the ropes. So he yeah. has Xavier, Xavier Woods in that position. He's like, are you watching, kid? Are you watching? Are you watching? And then he's getting ready to do it. almost. And then he almost gets, uh, he messes up. And then I, he messes up. Xavier Woods get the upper hand. But then he gets back on the ropes and he just immediately d- does it again. But then what was cool about it, I'm thinking he's going to end it, end it Xavier Woods with the RKO. He's just, it was times he went for it. But in the end, he did the bro Derek, 
Matt Riddle was amazed. He was like, yes, yes, yes. He's, he's like static. He gets in the ring. They're celebrating. You see Matt Riddle kneel down. He does his pose. And then you see, you see Randy Orton. He, he going, he's going right behind him. He's like this. He's like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> like, he want, like he wanted to do the pose behind him. He was like, nah, nah, we ain't, we ain't there yet. So you Man, leave. We're not there. Not yet. Yeah, not, not, yet. not yet. Not yet, though. Oh man! But I'm Maybe digging the team, that. man. Maybe Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. That that they finally you know whatever tag team match they have. Maybe they have a rematch with the New Day, and then if they win that, maybe Randy finally does the pose with them. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Hell in a Cell. You know, because they're building up to they are they are that that they okay are. they're yeah. that moment where they finally become a, a solid team. Um, so maybe Hell in a Cell, or maybe they go to SummerSlam. I don't know. Now, that'll be interesting. Now, I remember when you put that hypothesis out there about Matt Riddle, you know, starting to become more it's like picking up certain behaviors from from Randy Orton. So, are yeah. you still on that boat? Do you think you know when they eventually break up, you still think Matt Riddle would turn on our, uh, on Randy Orton, or the other or the other way around? I don't know if I trust this booking crew at all to do anything mm. cool. I really don't. I mean, oh, minus man. what's going on with Roman Reigns, they haven't showed us yeah. anything else <laughs> beyond that. I think Roman like, Reigns, I, tribal chief. Is the I think exception. it soaked up all their creative juices. <laughs> it's all gone to the Roman Reigns storyline. So at this point, all bets are off. I I don't know. They might just say, you know what, get lazy and just have Randy Orton be the one that turns mm. on him and do the predictable thing. Um I think that would be the 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 cool, uh, shocking, more more like more interesting way to go about the story is to have you know to, to do the swerve and yeah. have uh, Matt Riddle be the guy that that ends up turning versus Randy because everybody sees that coming. Um, so and to see Matt as a heel, I don't think we've he hasn't been a heel at all. Hell no, he's, he's been, been the fun loving guy, the bro. You know, this entire time, right? So for me, I feel like yeah, that would be that would be the the smart way to do it. But yeah, right, exactly. You know, we got the doves and everything now. Like he's just super baby face. Oh yeah, hell but, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. But I don't know, man. I I think that you know, money on it. I'd, I'd say Randy is gonna turn. Then that's the way they'll book it. But I I I just think that's the the boring way to do it. You know, like I wouldn't book it that way. I'd want to yeah. see Riddle transform add some more layers yeah. to his character mm-hmm. you know and, and be heel i think that would just be much more interesting and i tune in to see that like what does yeah. a heel riddle look like yeah you know, having been inspired by randy like holy shit he already like, what does that vicious look like? when he fights in the ring now, right how that look with the heel attitude holy shit exactly because to me that's the whole point <laughs> of the storyline is yeah. maybe randy saw something in him and he wants to bring that out of him. Bring that out. But then what if he creates a fucking monster that he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. What if I, oh, man, I went too oh, far. Fuck. Like, this kid oh, shit. is, is my yeah, sadistic. Right. Like, right, right, right. Like, what did I just do? So, yeah, man, I think that'd be real cool. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what this what this booking crew has, does because, yeah, they, they are not reliable at nah, all. Man. Um, outside of that, uh, Drew McIntyre and Kofi – you know, had their match. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew McIntyre won the matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about Drew Bobby three? <laughs> Drew Bobby two, really, because one on one. But 
we just saw yeah. you know the triple threat. So I'm counting yeah. that one in the in the trilogy, you know, of matches. When, when, when so, Kofi yeah. came back and you know basically had that hell of a rebuttal for Drew about him, you know, all right, I did something you couldn't do. I beat I pinned Bobby. And you know, him saying it with that attitude, it just got me thinking, like, man, you know what? I would like to see Kofi and Bobby go at it hell in a cell, man. Just Mm-hmm. Shit, have Drew step to the side, you know, fight someone, fight someone else, man. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't need to be in this card right now because people might be getting tired of you right now, and maybe it'd just be easy for you just to take a step back and let Kofi step in and let him get some of that momentum, you know, and kind of, you know, rectify what happened with Brock Lesnar, you know, have have that true rematch. Let him, you know, like he was supposed to have. Yeah, yeah, I'm disappointed that it's it's Drew. To be honest with you, like I yeah. love Drew. I think yeah, Drew's yeah. great. I think Same he's here. done a phenomenal job, mm-hmm. and and nothing wrong with what he's doing. But again, it's just the booking. Like you are making Drew get repetitive, mm-hmm. and it's I I don't want to say he's going to start to get go away heat, but if he keeps getting put in this spot over everybody. I'm sorry. It's going to get to that point where people are just not going to want to see him like, oh, it's too much. of It's like John Cena, you know, when John Cena was always in the <laughs> yeah. main event. He's the always picture. the one fighting for the title. Yes. Yeah. Roman was the same thing. That top baby face. If they are if it's always one guy who's always getting those shots and we're we're not it's not Stone Cold, you know, or The Rock, who's just so ridiculously charismatic. Yes. It's not going to work. People are just going to get over it. It's going to feel tired and stale. And I feel like that's where Drew is going. Like, this mm. this writing team does not know any other way to do this but what we're seeing right now, to just continue to force feed us the same old shit. And, like, the Kofi thing was right there in front of him. Yes. Just give Kofi another opportunity to be able to right the wrongs, from Brock Lesnar that's still like to this he day told he has not Drew gotten... to step to the side like you need to step your ass to the side and let me I was like yes I, if the yeah. crowd was if, 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 if a loud crowd was there they, was, they would yeah. they would have popped for Kofi when he said that they would have popped would've. for Kofi <laughs> they would have that matchup Drew would have gotten booed oh you know that one-on-one matchup Drew would have yes. gotten booed yes Heavenly. just because Kofi everyone would have wanted Kofi to win that match exactly. so now going into this like, oh my God, that that Hell in a Cell matchup with a crowd would just—it might get like the boring chance. I don't know if people would really be into it just because we could have had. We thinking about what we could have had with Kofi and Bobby, and Kofi being that like underdog babyface. Memories of Kofi Mania being there, and you can still have Bobby beat him. Bobby can yes. still win that matchup. Yes. It would be fine, but at least give us something different that we haven't mm-hmm. seen, and in the process. You're giving Kofi Kingston another opportunity in that main event spotlight and in a hell in a cell with Bobby Lashley. Lashley, Like, oh, my God, just they didn't see it. They didn't see it. And now they're just giving us the same old shit. And there is no there's no good ending to this matchup. If Bobby wins. Then Drew just lost again, and now what do you do with Drew? You know, like you can't just give him another shot after this. No, like, no, you go to the back no. of the line. Exactly, back sir. of the line with you. Back of the line, sir. <laughs> like, just like over that back of the line. Back of the line. 
right. I don't want to hear it. It's done. No, no done. T- title shots right. for a while. Like yeah. you got to go win the rumble. Right. You got to wait till the rumble. Exactly. Matter of <laughs> fact, go 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 against Sheamus. Go for the United States title, man. Go and do something. I'm saying that that might be what it comes to. Right. That might really be what it comes to. Shit. So that's it. You know, like and if. And if Drew wins, it's like, oh, wait, bro, what? Oh, nuclear what? heat, nuclear heat is coming. Nuclear heat is coming, bro. And I can't defend that. You know what I'm saying? No, Drew is our boy. I'm gonna step back. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna step to the side on this one. All right, you gotta take this one. <laughs> right. I'm gonna just sit back and watch. <laughs> right, reading, reading Twitter, reading all the posts. Shit. We said it. You heard it here first on Clarkson Wrestling. If you would have listened to us, you would have known this was coming. Yes. <laughs> Man. So yeah, I, there's no there's no good there's no good that can come out of this. This was a bad idea. And it's probably gonna be the main event. So that, that's what we got to look forward to is this matchup here, man. It won't be the know. main event. Tribal Chief. Or yeah, well, he Tribal doesn't Chief. have a match. He don't? Well, maybe it'll be the Usos. That that's happen. what I'm but they're but gonna we'll, we'll break that down later. Though. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it. We'll yeah, talk. Yeah. Actually, that's actually a great transition. Let's, well, just let's go do it now. It yeah, we're done with Raw. I'm Fuck not it. talking about yes. Raw. So let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> talk about Raw. Right. SmackDown. 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 So SmackDown, you know what time it is. It's it's the Tribal Chief show. It's Roman Reigns show. That is the reason why I tune into SmackDown. The rest of SmackDown, you know, it's slightly better than Raw, but... And Every time you open a show me. and you hear this, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you ready? Oh like, my god, go. bro! Yes, yes. Popcorn. I'm like up, up, popcorn ready. I'm like, man, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. The only other person on this show that gives me any kind of like, oh, okay, I want to see what they're going to do with Seth Rollins. Yes. Like, oh, that's hell it. yeah. Like, Seth hell Rollins yeah. as well, what he's doing, and the drip that he comes out with every week. It's like, all right, cool. Pure entertainment. But it, it's about the Tribal Chief. It's it about is. Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and his cousins, the Usos, the family, um, the wise man, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. You know. Oh, <laughs> man. So... Break down, break down what you saw, man. Like, what did you think about this whole story, this this soap opera that they got going on this week? Man, like, this is where I commend SmackDown writing because they know how to tell you who is the fucking star of the show. Like, if I was to show this to a casual fan, just a casual fan, hey, watch SmackDown, all right? Who you think who's the main star? Oh, that's easy. Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, head of the table. Oh, okay, cool, mm-hmm. because they made sure he opened up with the show, he was in the middle of the show, and God damn it, he ended the show. <laughs> he ended it. He oh, yes. He ended it all He right. got Thanos on that ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> oh, but, man. Oh, man. So, in the beginning, you know, they kick off the show with the, with the oh, my God, the, the God-like music. I love it, and you see the the you know the the, the animation of Tribal Chief, the streamers, and all of that, and the uh, Tribal Chief comes out, and, you know, he explains himself, you know, he has some has some good counsel from the wise man Paul Heyman, and uh, he was like, well, you know, come to think about it, it, it will be good that the Usos will go for the 
the uh, tag team championships. But I like that. I like that. <laughs> if they say they're going to, but gonna he win, had that butt though. Yeah, yeah, right. They need to win. I was you like, going to do something. Right. You need to deliver. You need to do it. <laughs> right. And then what was funny is you know he looks to he looks to Paul Heyman. He's like Paul. He's like. Like, yes, my tribal chief, what would you like? <laughs> He's like, bring my cousin. <laughs> Uso music, now! Uso's music, now! <laughs> Every time. Yes. Every time. No yes, hesitation. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, the, the way he just, you know, he, he just treats the tribal chief like hand and foot. That's how he waits on him, man. He is yeah. not like, the, you know, the uh, how he used to be for, for Brock, the, the advocate. You know, the, the business right, partner. Right, no, right. he is in servitude of the tribal chief of the head of the table. He is the butler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> he on waiting on hand and foot. <laughs> so, Uso's come out all hype. What was cool, Jay come out. It's like, what up, Us? Tribal chief. Dapped him up. Mm-hmm. You know, that was cool. And he was like, you know, tribal chief was like, okay. All right, Jimmy, your turn. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jimmy was cool. He's like, hey, we've been there. I already know that you remember at Hell in a Cell last year when you choked me out, choked me and my brother out. I was like, oh, oh shit. We're not over that. God. We're still bringing up old shit. Still talking about it. Still. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, yeah. So he basically, uh, basically just telling him, they're going back and forth, like, hey, you say he's going to win? Win. All right. So, Usos. He said, bring me those tag team titles. Oh, yeah, bring me those titles. Bring That's me that, those. I caught that line. Yes, yes. He's he like, like, bring, bring me, me those, <laughs> those titles. Yes, sir. Yes. Bring me those titles. <laughs> to him. I'm like, like damn. Those titles. Like, right. Yes, sir. Yeah. At the table. Uh, damn. <laughs> so they had their match with Rey Mysterio and Dominic in the opening in the opening yep. match. Fire fucking yep. match. One spot. You know how, how Rey Mysterio, you know, slides off the ring, out of the yeah. ring. Jay Uso actually caught him, did the Samoan drop on the table. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. All right, good spot. Now I'm going to fast forward towards the end because <laughs> this one got kind of <laughs> a little got a little crazy. Mm. So towards the end, Dominic had him in, the, had him in a good pin. Is one, two, but clearly you see Jimmy gets his right shoulder up. Then the ref count three because he was on the other side. Couldn't see, mm-hmm. couldn't see Jimmy get his uh, shoulder up. Clearly you saw it. You see it on the camera. Even commentator was talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Get robbed. They cut to the commercial. Next, next there in the tribal chief uh, locker room, head of the table. He's like, you see that ooze? You see? I know you saw that ooze. I know you saw that. He was like, man, shut up. <laughs> he was like, "You embarrass us out there." What I tell you, you lost to a kid, a child. <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" When he said a child, I was like, "Oh damn, yep, he's pissed." Yep, yep. And if you can see the expressions <laughs> from Paul Heyman in the background, yeah. when it was just like when when the tribal chief yelled, he was like. It's like this, like just seeing the expressions, him looking concerned for his shower chief and maybe for the Usos because he don't know what the hell is about to go down. Oh, my God. But he he tells them, basically, you need to go fix this. You need to go see some of the bill, Paul Pierce. I don't know. Just go in and fix it. All right. 
Okay, you know who what I'm you saying? talk to? All right. I don't know. Okay, who you got to need to rectify this tonight? All right. The only you good thing he said. The only thing good thing about this whole situation is there's more time yes. in the night. The night ain't yes. over. That's yes. the only reason why this is still okay. Yeah. You talk. You find whoever it is. Adam Pearson. I don't care who it is. Go fix this. <laughs> and then he, he was like, "Do you understand my position?" And he's looking at Jimmy. I mean, he's looking at Jay. But he says, "Yeah, Jimmy." And Jay was like, "Oops, I'm Jimmy," and he was like, "The way you guys are losing doesn't really matter." I was like, "Oh, check around him." Yeah, I said, "Wow." At first, I was like. Did he just botch? Like, is this? Did he just call him by? But then, so was I was like, oh shit! He was making as soon a as point. he kind of hesitated and he looked at him. I was like, oh fuck! He's going back to what he <laughs> told him. Do you want to go back to where people were saying, which hey, one are you? Which one are you? Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he did that shit on purpose. He's like, I'm Jay. You said, huh? The way you going doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I was like, wow, Perfect. that's that's cold blooded. That was cold blooded. Yeah, <laughs> but he I, made a strong point it. though. The point yeah. hit home. <laughs> the point hit home for Jimmy right over for Jay. It did. Yep. Yep. Oh man. But you know. All right. Now we fast forward to the second match, the rematch. We got now. the match. Got yep. the match. What was well, let me back up because, you know, we, we had the scene of of <laughs> of Dominic <laughs> and Ray Mysterio trying to get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? They're ready to roll. They got the luggage. It's all fierce. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where you going? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Looked at the tape. Hey, we got to run it back. <laughs> and Ray was like, what? Are you serious? And Dominic was like, hey, we got this. We got this. And I was kind of confused. I'm like, why is... Why is Dominic acting more of a man than Ray right now? That's mm. why is the sun stepping up? But oh, okay, all right, you know, all right. So we get the rematch. We're in the, we're in the, we're in the final match. Dominic Mysterio gets the Usos. I'm gonna fast forward to the end because this is when it yep. got fucking crazy. All right, so you see Jimmy Uso laying kind of middle of the ring, but he's in prime position for Dominic to lay. The frog splash and just end this. So he's on when the top again. of the rope. Yes. On the top of the rope. Getting ready. All of a sudden, you see Roman Reigns. Out of Superman punch out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's out the ring. You see Rey Mysterio. He throws his ass and he gives him a spear. And he's looking at Jimmy. Like, you believe you about to embarrass us again? Oh, second time. Two times. I was like, shit. And he is pissed. All right. He, Roman Reigns goes out the ring, gets the stairs. He's looking at Rey Mysterio, hit him with the stairs. He's looking at Dominic Mysterio, hit him with the stairs. But nah, he ain't done yet. He bring Dominic Mysterio in the ring. Dominic. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Dominic in the ring. All right. Put him in the guillotine. Choking him. Choking him. What's cool about it, you see Jay in the corner on one knee looking. He ain't saying nothing. He's just looking because he understands. But you see Jimmy on the other side, he's like looking concerned. He's like, Oos, that's enough. He out. Let him go. He done. Let him go. He done. Man, he ain't listening. 
all of a sudden, now, he, as soon as he passed out, all right, then he let him go. He's done. Mm-hmm. All right. Jimmy's like, man, not like this, bro. Like, no, no, not like this. Rolls out the ring. He's telling his brother, Oost, Jay, to come on, come on. And he look like he's about to walk. He, you see him walking towards. <laughs> man, Chavo G was like, oh, wait, hold on. What the fuck? Where are you going, sir? Where are you going? <laughs> you wait your ass right there. Right here. <laughs> oh, no, sir. You're the right-hand man. <laughs> you wait your ass and, right And that's how there. the show goes off. And what was, what was crazy, bro, I was like all invested to in, in those final minutes, I was looking at my phone to see how much time we had left. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, 8.56. Oh, we got four minutes left. Fuck, because this is just too good. I want more. Yeah. And, man, the way they went off, I wanted more, bro. But that's how you go off. That's how you go off. Yeah. You leave the you leave yeah. the audience wanting more, and I wanted more. I, I can't wait till next Friday, bro. But, yeah, yeah that was Dude, the breakdown well, for the Tribal Chief. In the Usos. The Tribal Chief episode of SmackDown. Yes. There you go. I mean, yes. basically, look, it's, it's, this is well said, first of all. Like, that was well said, well told, you know, that whole segment, the way, the segments, beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. Um, you know, overall, Roman Reigns, the story he has right now with his family, it's the best story going on in the wrestling today. You know, when I watch that, everything that you just said, and I'm reliving it right now when you're just telling it right now. You know, it's just so entertaining and so amazing that a company that gives us the shit that they do on Raw and some of the other stuff sprinkled in the SmackDown is giving us this. Like, how come we can't get more stories like this? Like, this is such a meaty story, like such a good, well-told story. I mean, all the moving the, the parts. quality like, in that story is quality notch sir. Dude, and the, the, the players, like the, the Usos and Roman Reigns, they are fully invested in their characters. They are giving just great, just emotionally driven performances. Yes. Roman yes. Reigns with his anger, just, you know, just you can feel <laughs> it from him oozing in his eyes. Yes. You can see it in a way that we, we've we never seen this from Roman before. Like, I can remember when Roman and Triple H were supposed to have that, that or they did have that Mania matchup against each other. And I felt like the whole one big point of that matchup, one big point of that feud was to try to get Roman to be more of a savage, more Mm -hmm. vicious. Because Triple H, Cerebral Assassin, can do this. You know, he's like what Roman is doing right now. Triple H had that in him, too. You know, it could be savage, could go in and just beat the shit out of everybody and just say, (laughs) look, this is how I do business. You know, but Roman... You know, at that time, I feel like, you know, still trying to be the baby face and just didn't want to, didn't, didn't let it loose. And now as a heel, you see him letting it loose and going now, in my opinion, to an even higher level than even Triple H ever did as a heel. Like, and this is a guy that's on my Mount Rushmore, you know, yeah. wrestling. And I'm telling that you, is, like, just is. straight up, the watching Roman Reigns in this episode, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, as a heel... In WWE, this is one of the best, most in mo- best performances. One of the most intimidating characters. Just and I feel it. I believe it. And it's so personal for him because it's family. It's a Samoan heritage. The tribal chief, like all of that. I watch this and I say, we're witnessing something right now that you know later on down the road, a couple years from now, people are still gonna be talking about talking this about this time period. Like this is gonna be one of those classic moments. So let's all just. Enjoy what Enjoy. we're seeing right now. Really take it in because 
this is special. What we're seeing right now is a special, special moment, special performance from Roman Reigns mm. and from Jimmy and Jay mm. as well, yes. where we're getting just this family story. And if we get that crescendo with The Rock in this storyline <laughs> as well, oh, my God. All-time who, great story. Who knows how All long time. they can tell this story because I'm not tired of it. They just keep on adding more oh, layers no. and layers to it, man. Yes. It's like a fucking hoagie yes, sandwich, yes. man. Like, nah, I'm put some tomatoes on him, put some onions on that bitch. <laughs> Keep on stacking this motherfucker, yeah. man. <laughs> Dude, and the, just the family too. There's so many more more members of the family that they yeah. can bring in. I mean, yep. Jimmy's wife, Naomi, Naomi, bring her in this. What about Tamina? What about Nia? You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, oh man. It, it just, even I remember seeing an interview with Jay when he's like, yeah, we've got other cousins and other family members that are primed and ready to go. He's like, you know, hyping them up too. I'm like, man, this is, this could be something. This is something special already, and it just, it's on legendary status. It's, it's one of those things that it, it will take some time, but years from now, people will look back at this like they look back at, you know, some of the stories in Attitude Era, you oh, know, yeah. some of the Stone Cold, you know, moments and like Stone Cold and The Rock kind of, you yes. know, feuds and storylines. You know, Undertaker moments, Shawn Michaels moments. Like, it'll be like that. You know, that, that's what I, in this moment, I'm like, I was watching. I'm like, man, that's what I, I, I could see that coming. I could see I, that coming. So I just yeah. be amazed, like, just from the promos from the Tribal Chief, because I, I'm still shocked because I'm like, man, dude, just a few years ago, your promos used to suck like donkey ass, man. <laughs> like, it used to be fucking <laughs> trash. Even Just John go back Cena and got another right. Oh my God! He yeah. tore his it's ass up. It's a promo, up. kid. <laughs> Gonna have to learn how to do this. Are you now little look bitch? at him? Are you little bitch? Bitch! Bitch! What? What? That's all you. That's all you got. <laughs> Telling nah, you, man. My man got nuggets now. He got gems. He got bars. Mm-hmm. So you saw what he, he did it's to his cousin. Be, Dude, it's going to be real interesting to see this play out when they go back on the road. Like, with, with crowds, you know, chiming in. I want to see Roman going after the people in the crowd. Oh, my God. You know, God. and just being like, yeah, just, you motherfuckers. Like, yes, like yes. this is for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. just giving it to him. Oh, oh, man. I cannot wait when, you know, if, if, this, if this happens for SummerSlam, you know. By the way, SummerSlam. Is set for August twenty first, which is in a Vegas, Saturday right? in Vegas. So first time we're gonna oh, have a Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, yes sir, Saturday. Oh. And we got the fight. I think we got the Pacquiao fight on Sunday, I believe too. So, oh, so Vegas is gonna be yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, man. What, yeah, I wonder what went into that decision making for for Saturday versus Sunday for WWE. I don't know, SummerSlam. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's a. It's going to be one. It's going to be one. That SummerSlam is going to be huge because, you know, you you talked about it here. The the John Cena rumors, you know, potentially, like, that would be huge. I would love to see Um, Brock coming back, potentially. Just, yeah. Well, he is back on the active roster now, you know, uh, on the WWE website. If you go there, he's the active roster. So, anytime he could show up on Raw, anytime. Anytime. Yep. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Prepare yourselves. <Yep. laughs> Here comes the pain, which, oh, man. So <laughs> we're all talking about Bobby, you know, Bobby yeah. and, and, and and Brock. But what is Paul Heyman going to do when Brock Lesnar comes back? And how Brock and Roman, I think, really would be 
it would be a hell of a matchup. Like, what it if would, they did Brock <laughs> versus Roman yeah. at SummerSlam? Well, yeah, because you, you, know, you could, you know what? Because you could do Cena versus, you could do Cena versus Bobby because Bobby, they do have that history. I think, what, 2007 when they had that yep. match that he, that Bobby should have went over. Bobby should have won that one. He yeah. should have won yeah. that one. So that you one could, was... we could flip it like that, hey. It, it could happen now that I think about it. Yeah. And so so I, either way, but I, I want the juicier story with, with Cena and because the promos. But the, I, I understand the story, though, if they do Brock. But, but Paul. I know. Paul, I, said, I, the, the, I understand the story, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, Paul, hey, the wise but, man or the advocate. Who are you, Paul? <laughs> Who are you? I think he's more afraid of the tribal chief. He's like he will side with the tribal chief. I can't see him just like if they was to do that story. Like, are you yeah. are you the advocate or are you the the counsel? Right. Oh man, dude, I can't wait for this. I can't wait. For this. <laughs> Either way, it's gonna be interesting. But that's the one I kind of lean towards more. And and Roman beating Brock at SummerSlam, yeah, clean, like. Hey, like that, the, the the level of respect is already on an all time high. Beating Brock Lesnar, and what's crazy too is what if he choked him out Brock, too? What if he choked dude, his ass I, out? It, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past him with, Brock, with, Brock, with Roman right now. Put him the guillotine. You see, oh my god, bro. <laughs> there's history. There's history too with this. So when Brock officially became kind of the guy in WWE. The guy he had to beat was The Rock, right? Mm -hmm. At SummerSlam. Yep. Now, fast forward Mm. to 2021, obviously Roman is already the guy. But to see Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam and then Roman beating Brock, it's almost like when Brock beat The Rock. Yeah. You know, and like paying that forward. Like, Rock did this for me. Now I'm going to do this for, you know, his family <laughs> and pay it forward to Roman. Like, yeah. there's just so many layers to that. It is. Um, John Cena, I feel like, yes, absolutely, that would make a whole lot of sense, too. And I just don't want – the fear that I have with the John Cena matchup is it'll be tempting for Vince to potentially have Cena break this record, you know, in his next championship matchup. And I don't want him to beat Roman for that. Nah, if yeah. you're going to do it – if you're going to do Bobby. it, and it's, <laughs> it, Bobby. On Bobby. Between the two. <laughs> right, Between yeah. the two. It sucks either way. Right, right. But between the but two. I'm going to pick the lesser of two evils. I'm going to pick Bobby. Yes. Break it on Bobby. Yes. It sucks. You know, um, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Like, again. right. <laughs> man. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll yeah. see. Ah. Oh, All right. God. But SummerSlam coming soon yeah. in Vegas. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to that, mm. um, but let's let's shift gears over to another big, big, big moment in WWE, um, and that'll be an NXT with the return of one of, if not the greatest NXT champion mm-hmm. of all time. There you go. You said it right, Adam Cole, baby. I said if the look, hey, Finn Balor's still still up there, man. It's it's them too. It's one and one, one A and one A, in my opinion. <laughs> But <laughs> Adam Cole's return. So, yeah, basically, a triple threat matchup mm-hmm. to see who was going to go against Karrion Cross. It happened. They opened the show with it immediately. You're thinking, 
okay, this is there's some shenanigans that's going to happen. Why are they opening the show with this matchup? This should have been the main event. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> so, you know, they, they have that matchup. You've got uh, Kyle O'Reilly. You've got Pete Dunn. Yep. You've got my guy, Johnny Gargano. And they're having a fire matchup. Fire matchup. It was so good. Just back and yes. forth, near falls. Uh, just, just moments that logically it was like, wow, this is this is just smart. Bam, bam. Yeah, uh, lawn dart, you know, to to Pete Dunn. Kyle O'Reilly moves out the way, and then uh, uh, you got Johnny Gargano getting the pin there. You got uh, Pete Dunn stretching out both Kyle O'Reilly and and Johnny Gargano <laughs> oh, at yes. the same time, pulling yes. their arms back, uh... breaking both of their fingers. <laughs> Just so many different moments like that. I'm like, wow, these guys have great chemistry. This triple threat match, awesome. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But the crescendo on all of this, it didn't Mm -hmm. have a finish. And why it didn't have a finish? Because the man himself, Adam Cole, said, "Uh uh-uh. You ain't doing none of this without me. I'm tired of waiting for my opportunity. It's been two long months. I'm going to show you guys why I'm still the man. Comes out. And lays waste to everybody in the ring. Takes out Pete Dunne. Takes out Kyle O'Reilly. Gives him a couple of good ones on the ground. Goes in. <laughs> takes out Johnny Gargano. William Regal is like, what is happening? Yeah, man. No, I'm like, man. Him. I was like, William Regal, man, get this show under control, bro. <laughs> what is happening? Security is grabbing Adam Cole. It's trying to get him back. <laughs> Like, Ember Moon sneaks around all of them, gets on the mic, and is calling out Raquel Gonzalez. And really, Regal is still trying to contain Adam Cole. Here comes Raquel to fight. Yeah. I was Ember like, Moon, he turns around. What the hell? And then he goes back. What is going on? Security's grabbing Raquel, trying to stop them from fighting each other. It was a mess. And then Adam Cole gets himself back in the ring, yes. gets on a mic, calls out Carrie Cross. Saying, hey, again, I've been out two months, and what has happened? Has anyone come close to replacing what I've been able to do? No. Surprise, surprise. No one can can fill my boots. So I am demanding carrying cross. You know, he wants a matchup. Cool. Before he can finish talking, Karen Cross comes out, you know, calls him little man, you know, and trying to get under his skin. Yeah. You got Adam Cole calling Karen Cross overrated. Multiple times in this, just getting on him. And then the, my, the favorite line was, you know, you've got the music. You've got yeah. the fog machine. You've got the girl. <laughs> this brand has done everything in its power to make you feel special. You know what they do to make Adam Cole feel special? They ring the freaking, freaking bell. bell. <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn. Mic oh, drop. Done. Yeah. Done. I, was like, I was like, say something cross. Done. Say something, Cross. He was like, yeah. <laughs> Stop, yeah. Cross. already dead. <laughs> That's why I heard in my head, like, oh, man. Oh, Cross Adam Cole off. just torched carrying yeah. Cross. Yeah. Just, oh. He then he left. And, and then think- Cross was just still looking stupid because he was still like, yeah, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. So, so, I don't know if you heard what he was saying, but he was saying, you know, wait for me. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, sock you one like he was gonna punch him. Now I don't know if something that Adam Cole said to him actually got under his skin, <laughs> Maybe or did. this is all still story. <laughs> but I think he 
he he sold me that he was legitimately pissed at something that Adam Cohen said. Maybe when he mentioned his wife, I don't know, but he was legitimately pissed. And he said, "Don't you go anywhere. You stay back there. You wait for me. I'm gonna knock you out. I'm gonna sock you one." And then you got Adam Cole saying like, "You know, I'm the best. I'm the man. This is my show. I'm the, I run this. Getting up on the table. I run this." And all Karen kept saying was. You don't let him leave. Don't let him leave. I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to slap him in his face. Motherfucker wants to talk shit. Like, I'm reading his lips. I said, I think Karrion is pissed about something, man. Because like, this don't feel normal. This ain't the normal, like, yeah, I'm going to get yeah, you. I was, I was you reading the body over. language. I'm like, he looks, he looks pissed. Dude, he was telling, all he kept saying was, don't let him leave. <laughs> don't let him leave. To security, whoever, producers, like, look, don't let him leave. Because I'm going to slap him in his face. I'm going to sock him one. I'm going to knock him out. I said, I like this. I like this. So then, obviously, in the middle of all this, yeah. Karrion Cross was saying, you know what? William Regal, when he came out, um, you know, he starts talking. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, Adam. Yeah. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And like, shut, up. Is like, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! It's not about what you want. It's not about what this gas station, whatever guy wants. I was like, what the hell did you just say? Right. Is that the best you can do oh, with an yeah. insult? They call him gas station attendant or whatever the hell he said. I said, no, Carrie, no. Yeah, nothing. He's like, yeah, it's nothing. about what I want. He's like, you know what I want? I want them all. I want. Pete Dunn, I want Kyle O'Reilly. I want uh, who was the other one in there? Pete, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano. Yep. I want Adam Cole. I want them all. So Done. he's gonna get <laughs> done. <Yeah. laughs> That's all you can't say. That's all you can't oh, say. Oh man, just get rushed on the control, too. bro. He just stressed the fuck out. Funny too. He shut the fuck up. But also too, when he said all those names and he said, "I want them all." In the background, you see William Regal. He's like, mm, "Okay." Like he's just see, he's running in his head. He's like, "That is a fire ass match." Yeah. I kind of want to see that too. Right, man. Done. Done. <laughs> he's like, Done. that's why he's the best GM, man. He thinks on the fly. <laughs> if, if somebody presents a good idea. Hey, all right, I'm gonna acknowledge that good Let's idea. Let's go with it. All right, done. Let's go with it. <laughs> done. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Yeah. So yeah, man, that was that was a moment. That was an awesome moment. Adam Cole reasserting himself as the guy on NXT. Just again, the same thing he did to Kyle O'Reilly when he, they had their face to face, and he just torched Kyle. I feel like this was like the condensed version of that man. This this maybe went a couple minutes, two three That's minutes, all it was. but he. That one statement, you know what they do to make me feel special? They ring the freaking bell. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh, like, no, he's not lying. He's not lying because you got the you got the cool entrance. You got the girl. You got, you got a got, lot going right, on. Right, you got the smoke show going on, bro. <laughs> In many ways, right? Like, you literally got a smoke show with you, and you got the smoke show of an entrance. And me, dude, they ring the bell. That's it. Oh man, yeah. So it's funny because I saw I saw a meme that showed. Uh, well, I mean, we're gonna talk about this with AEW, but uh, Britt Baker, like, she gets home with the championship. Adam sees it the next night. Adam Cole like, goes out there and 
got to get my Fuck gold. all this. Right. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. Chair shot, chair shot. I'm getting mine, damn it. I want my baby back. Yes. Like, hell no, it's been oh, too long. Dude. Cold months. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so I am I'm looking forward to, to this. Right, Fatal Five Way, cool, let's do it. Let's Ember do versus it. Raquel, cool, let's do it. Yeah. Like, you know, two matches set up already for, for takeover. takeover. Let's in go your house. in your house. Yes. yes, yes. And that's in a week, I believe. It's next uh next week. Is it? It's coming up soon. Cause yeah, I, I was just we're talking doing predictions this about, week then, huh? <laughs> look for it in our, in our special episode coming yeah. up. Yeah, we're predictions. We're going to be doing some predictions. Yep. So, yeah, man. Definitely tune in for that. Um, yeah, and just the uh, rest of NXT. I mean, basically, that, that was, to me, this right. that was next week 13th, bro. See? So, hey, man, predictions coming next week. Um, that's 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 going to be fun. That's going to yes. be a lot of fun. I can't yes. wait for that. Two yeah. matches in the books. Yeah. Um, the rest of them still developing based off what we saw this week, but those two matches definitely are going to be the highlight mm-hmm. uh, for me for sure so far with everything going on. All right. Let's go to the switch gears to AEW. Yes. Double or nothing. Yes. And big shout, and out, big shout out to AEW All Out will be back in Chicago September yes. 5th. Oh, yes. Sunday. Yes. I am. I am. I was so happy to see that announcement to get it official yes. at Double or Nothing. That was cool because you had reached out and said, "Yeah, that they that it was posted up." But I couldn't find it anywhere after you sent me that uh, that, that 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 screenshot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, when were they going to make this official? And then they did it at Double or Nothing. So yeah. that's awesome. So uh, looking forward to to that being back in the shy. Right. Get your um, tickets. Get ready. Yeah. I'll be man, there. Gonna, what my acknowledge me shirt. I got wrecked everyone <laughs> and leave, but believe me, I will come there with my tribal chief. I want all the hate too. Say it. Just all the hate. Right. All the AW marks. Look at you marks over there getting pissed off because I got my tribal chief shirt on. I don't give a fuck. Dude, at double or nothing, I saw people in like Stone Cold shirts, like all sorts of WWE shirts, so it's okay. There was NWO shirts there. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they got all sorts of shit on over there, so they better not. Like, they better relax. I might go with some, uh, I need some Seth Rollins gear. I'm going to throw that on there, man. <laughs> really get them pissed off. There you go. Really piss them off. Oh, yeah, they hate <laughs> Seth Rollins over there at the AEW, you know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might just do it. I might just do it. Shit. I should put some respect on his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but double or nothing. Um, so let's let's get this out the way before we yeah. get into into the recap. Um, we had talked about over under on falling asleep during the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's yes. let's go oh, ahead and talk hold on, about hold on. this. Before before you do that, big shout outs to uh, the the Circle of Debate, Straight Talk Wrestling, Dirty Hills, and Jofo in the Ring for having me over for their lead of an extraordinary podcast. I was a guest over there. It was fun. We broke down double or nothing. So you can see uh, our reviews over there. It was funny, hilarious, uh, laugh out loud, good times. But, man, I had a hell of a good time over there. So big shout out to all those guys, man. Absolutely. And absolutely. a new nickname that I have, Don, I should say, the Tribal chief of podcasting it is decided oh, 
All they're doing, all they're doing is afflicting your ego, man. Jeez. <laughs> they they the acknowledge me. Chief of I'm, I'm not telling them to acknowledge me. They acknowledged me, sir. I'm not telling them. It's not my Ooh. fault. <laughs> man, listeners, I apologize. I wasn't there to try to intervene in this. But <laughs> it's happened. It's hey, too late. Can't go it. back. Nope. It, it, it is what it is. Already got the shirt. We got the merch out there, too. Get the shirts. Oh, man. Hey, then they put out the, you guys, or was, whose idea was it for the right-hand co-host? Who was, was Oh, man. Idea? Big shout out to Kyle, man. Over there, Joe Phone, <laughs> Joe Phone, Joe Phone in the ring. He the one that suggested, oh, now you just need to get your right-hand uh, co-host. I was like, oh, that's perfect. It is decided. I'm doing it. And I, there we oh, go. Oh, man. Did. And immediately, when I, so when I saw it, because again, you know, recovering from you know the the after effects of this this vaccine, the shot, I saw it and I'm saying, okay, the merch looks good, but I, is this insinuating that I'm the right hand man that I'm the Jay Uso in this? And then I immediately had to reply, like, okay, the merch is cool. Yeah. However, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely refuse yeah, you to did. be called the right hand man, <laughs> especially after Jimmy Uso's running right here and calling Jay Uso like. So, you know, basically, that means you're the Tribal Chief's bitch, you know. And, hey, man, if anything, I'm going to be rocking a Nobody's Bitch t-shirt if this is the route we going. That's the route I'm going, then. Why? Why Why you must astray from the path, man? We, we It's we. It's we. What happened to we, well, goddammit? Now it's we. Now it's we. The Tribal Chief, the minute you try to stick, Jay tries to say we, what's all this we? Then that, you you need him. Well, I thought it was we. What you, what you yeah. doing? <laughs> oh man. Oh. So yeah, but the merch is great. Go cop it. Get your yes. get your merch. You know, it's it's definitely fire. It looks fire. So you know, happy to have it on there. We'll, we'll have to think about some. I don't know, maybe some Nigerian nightmare merch or something. There we go. Out. Hey, there we go. <laughs> man. <laughs> But um, so over under on falling asleep during AEW double or nothing. Um, this is going to be very anticlimactic because I will say I actually did not fall asleep at all during Whoa. the show. Did not fall asleep. And actually, I've seen the show twice now. Mm. In the time that I saw it, the, the day it happened, and then I yeah. saw it again recently. Actually, just yesterday, I watched it again from beginning to end. Okay. And uh, yeah, just overall... So that kind of, I guess, tells you how I kind of felt about this show yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with me being able to stay focused and and, and with it, you know, I, I uh, definitely, I, I don't want to give it away too much, but I did stay awake. I went through it. It was, it was, it was, it did enough to keep my attention. So we we'll go. put it that way. There we go. All right. All right. So let's get into it. So we've got <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, what do they call it? The buy-in matchup. Serena Deeb versus Riho. Now, what's funny, I did see everything from beginning to end, and I did see it twice. Neither time did I see the buy-in no matchup. Buy <laughs> just go ahead and say it. I did not see the buy-in matchup. I just, it even clicked in my the brain. The second time I watched it, I watched the buy-in because the first, I caught the highlights, but, you know, after breaking it down with the guys over there, yeah. I, I wanted to watch it to see, to see it. So I saw it. I was like, it was fucking fire. For for the okay, buy-in, man, it was awesome. a, right. That's it was a awesome. full crowd. Serena D was snapping. She was full on heel this time, bro. And just the oh, way good, she was breaking good. down 
uh, Rio's knee, like the same way she was doing with Real Velvet, just, you know, da bow, bow, hitting on the ring. But, man, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. damn good match, man. The crowd was super into it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, it was, uh, I know for the opening match, like, it was lit. So, I'm sure, like, just the daytime feel oh, yeah. of super it as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it was weird during the, the, the first matchup. I was like, it just threw me off a little bit. I was like, why is this? Oh, Shit. right, because it's open. The stadium, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that one, though, we both predicted Serena Deeb yep. to retain, if I if I remember right. Mm-hmm. So, we got that prediction right. Serena Deeb did end up uh, defeating Riho in this matchup uh, via submission. The matchup went 14 minutes and five seconds. It did. Um, I will be looking out probably after we, we finish here. I'm probably going to go and try to at least put that on because I do want to see that matchup. But I just realized I was like, man, both times I didn't get to see – I didn't see the, the buy-in. So that's on me. But awesome to hear that it was a great match. I definitely want to check that out. Now the official start for Double or Nothing. Adam Hangman Page versus Brian the Machine Cage. We both picked Adam Hammond Page to win this matchup, correct? Yeah, we did. Okay, we did. so, and we were both right. So, Adam Hangman Page ended up winning this matchup. Now, story-wise for this match, we do have some development yes. with Team Taz a little bit in the way this match ended. You had, um, basically, Team Taz trying to help. It was uh, uh, Starks trying to help. Uh, Brian Cage by throwing the FTW championship into the ring for him to use it. Mm-hmm. And then Brian Cage, surprisingly so, looked at it and said, nah, nah I don't need like this. this. Yep. Threw it, right, threw it back at Ricky Starks. But then Adam Hammond Page was able to take advantage of the distraction and ended up picking up the victory in this matchup. And then after it, you got Taz on commentary during this whole thing, basically saying, what the hell are you doing, Brian Cage? <laughs> Use it, use it, use it. He didn't use it. Then afterwards, Brian Cage is getting into it with Ricky Starks. He wants to hit him. Ricky Starks pointing at his neck like, you can't. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and then you got Hook getting in his face and Brian Cage's face. He pushes Hook aside, says, you know, get out of my face. Thought they were going to come to blows. They didn't really come to blows. They they went their separate ways. Yeah. Um, now, on Dynamite, it was kind of interesting because – during t- uh, Taz's promo with yeah. Team Taz, he's talking about next week, there's going to be a tag match, whatever. Yeah. But in the background, because I wasn't even really listening to Taz, I was watching what was happening on the side. Yeah. You had Ricky Starks staring a hole through Brian Cage. <laughs> just straight at him. And Brian Cage looking at, at Ricky Starks like, I ain't scared of you, man. What, you better. <laughs> like, what you going to do? What you going to do? And then Ricky Starks leaves. He, he walks bounced, off. He bounced, they, got, they got Hook. You know, doing the Taz pose, staring at, at, at Brian Cage like. <laughs> and then you got Brian Cage looking at him. He said, oh, you want to you want to you want a staring contest? All right. I can do it, too. I can do it, too. <laughs> and just stare at him. <laughs> so they're both staring at each other. And Taz is kind of trying to cut the serious promo. Talking about what's going to happen next week. Adam Page and Dark Order, blah, blah, blah. They ain't hear nothing. Yeah, just something Will Hobbs is all I remember. <laughs> Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs. Yeah. Brian Cage against Adam and a tag team partner. So, yeah, that was that was basically we're seeing the slow deterioration of this faction. Yeah. Um, they've been teasing this for a minute. They have, now. they have. They so, have. What, where, where are you with this? Are you engaged in their story? Are you tuned out of Team Taz completely? Like, where, where are you at with this? 
That's a good, very good question. I want to say um, I'm like half in, half out because I think with with me, and I, I'll talk about this later too. I think that's AEW problem. They're trying to tell too many stories, and I, I'd rather have them tell me, give me a a main story that I can sink my teeth in. But I'm like, you know, I'm paying attention to what's going on with Brian Cage or the Young Bucks or, you know, Kenny Omega, the belt collector. It's like they, they got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say too many stories. I feel like they don't actually have a real story in w, in, uh, in AEW right now. Like, they don't have a real, they don't have, like, juicy story. They don't have a all. main like, story to build around. Yeah. And, yeah, You're right. You're right about it that there's not one main story. But I would argue that none of the... The storylines they have going on yeah. right now feel like they're developing much yeah. at all. I hear you. You know, it just feels yeah. like things are just happening. You know, and and like there's no real like 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 beginning, middle, like, like turning points. You know, yeah. like yep. different plot points, like oh my god moments, and then like it's like story development and all this matches, 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 story matches, yeah. matches, matches. It's, right, because <laughs> character development-wise, because during a story, a character should change, right? Mm-hmm. Like, something should change about these characters. Brian Cage seems like he's the same guy in the begin- as he was when he first debuted, you know, with Taz. Like, I don't see any real change in Brian Cage. I don't mm. see really any change in Ricky Starks. Sure, they're having issues with each other, but I, st- I feel like we're not going to see that change in Brian Cage until... He finally comes to blows with Ricky Starks or Hook or whoever, and then yeah. decides to go out on his own. That's when I feel the story will start to kick in for Brian Cage, you know. And then I'll be interested to see what what his development looks like. Is he just going to be on Dark and then every once in a while show up on Dynamite and just have matches, yeah. or is he going to cut promos and actually tell a long term story, yeah. him versus Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. and then getting personal, you know, like talking about how it was working together. And then it's like a, oh, this is your fault that it didn't work. No, it's your fault, and here's why. And really giving us facts to back up their positions. Like, I want them to go in depth with their relationship and really build that as a story versus just, oh, you know, I'm passive-aggressively pissed at you. I'm passive-aggressively pissed at you. You know, faces, 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 faces. You know, it just seems like that's all it is. I'm like... I don't care about this. Do something more. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's all we're getting. I'm, I'm half in and yeah. half out, man. That's you know. Sometimes right. I'm in it. Uh, some, other times I'm just I'm right. not feeling it, bro. Right. <laughs> just give me more. Like why? Yeah. Why are you guys having issues? Where did the beef start? Like what is going on? Like why do you, you not trust each other? Or what is going on? Like just we need we need more from what they what they're they're tr- they're teasing us with stuff. But to me. It's not a full story yet. Nah. Like someone has to. We need to feel the growth. We need to feel these characters changing. We need to feel Ricky Starks going from this kind of like indie guy that came into AEW yeah. to hey, he's getting built as a superstar. He's a that future be the star in the making. He has a great look. He's very charismatic. He's and got the tools. Yeah. Yeah, man. He he definitely got the promo skills too, man. So once he gets yeah. healed up, I, I can't wait to what he can do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there, yeah. but um, overall, uh, also oh, on Adam and Adam Hangman Page's side with this. Before we move on, um, the win feels it, like it was cool for the crowd, you know, and cool yeah. as a crowd, moment crowd in general. Hot. Yeah, um, 
I don't know if I feel like this helped Adam really winning this matchup. It was just a good moment. But as far as development for his character, I still feel like he's kind of in the same spot he was before the matchup. Like, I don't know. Even with him, I felt like he had more character development when he was drinking. You know, when, like, he, we thought, oh, he's got a problem and, you yeah, know, he's deteriorating true. and all yeah. that. Like, yep. there was more going on and we're like, what's, like, I was more invested in that. Now I just feel like it's just stagnant. Like, nothing's happening. And I love the dynamic of him with Dark Order and them just being buddies and, you know, being cool and just being funny in general. Like, that, that is cool. Don't change that. But let's develop Adam because, to me, he's the next logical guy well, I mean, he might, that might be changing pretty soon. We'll see because of what just happened on Dynamite. Yeah, but yeah. he's the next logical guy to beat Kenny Omega, you know, for the title. Like, that's the guy that they should be building up, telling a juicy story with to say, hey, he's he's coming. He's coming. Do you feel that uh, Do you feel that they're telling the story for Adam Hamman Page that he's the next guy to be that superstar? Or you feel like they're missing the missing the boat on that? I feel like they're, they're, okay, so when he, let me see, when he was on the, that winning streak, mm-hmm. it felt like, it, actually, when he kind of dark, joined the Dark Order, we talked about this, yeah. the Dark Order would be the ones to help him get get right, you know, like get back on his mm-hmm. in his winning ways, and he joined them, and that kind of happened, so I feel like it's kind of happening, but they're not telling that story on purpose, at least that's how it feels. It just feels like it's kind of happening in the background, Mm -hmm. but it's not in our face. Like, Hey, this is hangman's road to redemption. Mm. Like, I feel like they really need to tell that story that he's going from, he lost one of, he lost a bunch of his best friends in the elite. They don't even talk about the elite when it comes to hangman page. That's a missing part of the storyline. Like those guys are out there loving life. They got all the gold and he, you know what? Is you, know, not... you know what they told it on? They told it on BTE. <laughs> that's, that's... But but no though, like I, no. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like you gotta, you it, dynamite is on TNT for a reason. Like that's where people are gonna go to grab to say, hey, this is where the story's gonna be told. All this stuff on YouTube, there's too much. There's BT, the BT, BT, there's BTE, <laughs> there's BTE, there's Dark, there's Elevation, Elevation there's Rampage coming. Rampage coming. Yeah. No, there's too much. There's too much. Dynamite, tell that story. Done. Everything else can be, you know, fun stuff. Use BT, BTE as like, okay, we're going to have fun and, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, kind of break stuff. the fourth like, wall type it. shit. That's cool. Like, more yeah. of that, but don't give me actual important plot points yeah. to your story. That's what they that do, though. What, <laughs> just, That's what they do. Geez, Sammy Guevara has his, too. Yeah. Like, there's so many it's other long, ones that, yeah. that are there now. I just, nah, nah. So, yeah, I, I just, I want more of that development on, on the show. And, yeah, have Adam and the Elite kind of just, or they don't even have to interact, but... The Dark Order could bring it up, you know, like since you left the elite, you know, there seems like there's something missing or something going on with you or whatever. And like have him deal with that and have him try to grow go. from that to where he really has, gets over that. Like this whole thing could be him trying to get over that that 
phase of his life, mm. you know, and get on the right track so that he can really become the best version of, of himself to get ready to take on Kenny Omega. That's what it needs to be. So enough of that. Let's, let's, let's move on to the elite. You know, we've got the Young Bucks <laughs> versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston for the yes. Tag Team Championships. Wow, so why don't you talk about this one, man? What do you, you think of this matchup? Actually, I'm going to let you go first, man, because people who, who probably heard my breakdown, I, I'll let you go first because you, you, okay. you know, already went through it. So I'd like to hear your breakdown. So go ahead and break yeah. it down. Well, so for me, you know, with this one, first thing is, man, John Moxley was must have been really excited to get in back in front of people because he was insane during his entrance. I mean, just like put throwing things around, pushing over tables. I like, dude, what is happening right now? It seemed like Eddie Kingston had to like calm him down for a moment, you know, and I loved it. I thought it was great, but I also was like, wow, he's, this is a lot of energy from him. So that was cool. <laughs> um, in his entrance and then, uh, they got right to it. You know, they yeah. got right to it. These two teams just, uh, you know, back and forth, uh, battle the ending with the, B- BTE triggers, multiple oh, BTE, BTE trigger, triggers, yeah. vicious yes. on John Moxley. That was that was brutal. That was brutal and a great way, a strong way to to end the matchup and to to put him out for a while. So I like that. Um, I felt like in some parts it was almost too too much um, comedy where you had the young bucks on the young doing bucks. the whole like. Yeah, being like jokey a little bit. Yeah, and there was was one part where they did the tag, and he's like, um, I think it was, um, um, gosh, which brother was it? it was Matt, and it's Matt Nick. was like, uh. no, I think it was Matt where he did the tag, and then he's like pumping himself up, oh, oh, and then like you know the comebacks that they usually do, yeah. where yeah. like they take over, they do the clothesline, clothesline, and try to hype up the crowd. Like some of that, I found, I found it was funny, but it was also like. I don't know. It took me out a little bit. Was it annoying? Because then I started thinking, it was a little annoying, yeah. and it took me out of the matchup for a brief moment, you know, seeing him do that. I'm like, you ain't got it. And I feel like the crowd actually didn't react that well to that moment. You know, they preferred just the, the standard wrestling that were, they were doing. It was a hot crowd from beginning to end. Yeah. But in, that, in those moments where they were being over the top with the goofiness in the middle of the match, I felt like they didn't really feel it. And I, I just kind of checked out a little bit during that moment of the matchup. But yeah. in general, the Young Bucks, they put on a great show. They did. You know, and, and Moxley and, and Kingston, you know, they did their thing out there. But in the end, um, I, I did enjoy and appreciate that viciousness for that finish. Um, and and now I'm thinking, like, okay, where where do we go from here with, with everybody? I mean, so John Moxley being gone, does that – does that have to do with is Renee getting ready to to give birth to to their child? Is that what's going I think, on? I think so. I feel, so they use the BET triggers as the way to kind of tell a story. To that, hey, have him they take him off, out, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah so so was, I think that 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 that's good. That makes sense. Like give yeah. him time to just be able to be with his family, and you know, flashing over forward to Dynamite. You know, we saw. So it was um, um, the Death Triangle. You know, against Young Bucks. Yeah. And, you know, they they tried to do the same thing, you know, with the BT trigger to, I believe it was Pac. Oh, no, not Pac. It was uh, uh, Penta. Penta. And you had uh, Kingston come out for the, for the save. And they have history as well. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, then in the back, you had Eddie. He was saying, hey, hey, hey you know, because they, they were not having it. They're like, yeah. yo, former, we don't need former, your help. best friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. And then he told Kingston, told both of them, he said, look, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Think about it. And left. And I said, okay, this is kind of a good way to, one, you know, since you have John out, yeah. You know, like, how, where do you go from here with, with Eddie? Mm-hmm. And two, kind of pay off that storyline that they had before. Yeah. With, with, you know, them all being in a crew minus Pac, you know, and see where, you know, where just continue to tell that story. So that, in terms of a long-term storyline, that for me is interesting. I like that, but let's see what they do with it. I hope that they develop that a little bit. Or maybe it'll just be, hey, we're going to have a six-man tag and that'll be it. <laughs> like, and then we're just yeah, done. Yeah, just the way AEW. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just trying to. I think I figured out their booking. I, I don't really see a story being. So I just see like uh, maybe just a possible six man tag match. Yeah, yeah. So this one, we both, I believe. No, did you pick? No, we we split. I had you had Young Bucks. I had John Moxley, Eddie Kingston. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so we split on that one. I got that one uh, right. So that's where we started to separate a little bit. I started yeah. to take the lead a little bit here yeah. um, with the predictions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this next one, <laughs> I don't understand. Every time, so when it comes to these casino battle royals, bro, you weren't even I mean, fucking I- trying. That's what pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking trying? You know what? Let's just have fun with the pick. Uh, Jungle Boy. What even fucking try? What even fucking try? I I really wasn't. Christian Cage made sense. I think they even said during the broadcast they were like, "I'm sure the the betting favorite, uh, Vegas favorite, was Christian Cage." You know, but Jungle Boy ended up pulling it off. Went so when it was down to the the final three, as soon as Jungle Boy came out, actually, let me go back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were two people that their interests made me think. Okay, this could be them. Penta, when he came out, that crowd went nuts. Yes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yes. This, we'll see. Because I, I like the way that this feels you right know, now. With the Joker. And, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. Joker look. Yes. Yeah, love that. Um, but then when Jungle Boy came out, I said, oh, shit. I think I got this. I think I got this. <laughs> Immediately when he came out, and you had the crowd singing the song, oh, and they kept playing the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, I think I got this. And it kept going. I'm seeing the eliminations. Yeah. The final three with Matt, Christian Cage, and Jungle Boy. I said, oh, shit, it's going to be Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. And then the Christian Cage throws Matt Hardy out. I said, oh, our picks are there. It's Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. The representatives for both of us are in the ring. And sure enough, Jungle Boy... Pulls it out. I immediately thought of you. I was like, oh, Devin's going to be so pissed. I was like, wow. So I was just like, wow. I, he didn't even fucking try. He didn't even fucking try. <laughs> Let's just have fun with the pick. I'm going to go with Jungle Let's Boy. Just... <laughs> Verbatim. Those are your exact words, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. He wins. He wins this match. Of course. <laughs> I was fucking trying. <laughs> yep, I loved it. I was singing the song. Oh, 
I was loving it. I was loving it, man. So shout out to Jungle Boy. He gets an AEW World Championship yeah. title shot. Things coming yeah. up late this month um, against the champion. We'll talk about yes. who the champion is yes. a little bit later. Yes. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, shout out to him. That was a great moment for Jungle Boy. Uh, Marco Stunt uh, came out as well. What's as, your uh, overall as, as, thoughts on the Casino Battle Royale, though? It was better than I expected because I'm mm-hmm. not really a big fan of their their battle royals like this. Yeah. I don't like the suits. I don't like just doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer just like just do it like a rumble or every you know whatever two minutes you just have a new wrestler come out. Like I kind of like that a bit better. And some of the eliminations, the way they happen, they just kind of happen. It felt it still felt a little bit sloppy. They were, but to me, yeah, just just kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Will Hobbs. like um, Hobbs was weird. Like, he, he just kind he of. Start, he started good, and then he took, like, a 15-minute break, and then he came back, and then got, him gone. And got out. I was like, what? Like, why did you come back in to get out? And then let's not forget Leo Rush was Leo a Rush. And he came out. Okay, there's pop. You know, it was great. Um, they botched one move in there, but whatever. It wasn't that bad. And then he was just gone. Out of here. And the crowd immediately started booing. Out of here. The Jokers are just, we said it, they are are just, I don't, lame, fluky, like, don't put any stock in, oh, the Joker's going to be some big name star, and they're going to push this person. Nah. As to to say it, as as my good podcast bro, Kyle would say it, the Jokers means they're just a joke. I'm like, yeah, that's what it means. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it because, yeah, this is uh, just – I was underwhelmed. I was way underwhelmed with that joke. Like, Leo is, is great, and when he first came out, I was I was, was actually shocked by it. I was, like, right. surprised. I'm like, oh, like, cool, Leo, Leo Rush. Rush. okay. Yeah, right. cool, cool. And then he started doing some, you know, some shit for five minutes, and I'm like, what the fuck? He got, he got out. <laughs> I was like – what the fuck was like, that wait, for then? Is he really eliminated? Why did we even do this? <laughs> right. Why did you save this to the end? <laughs> this is the last person and they gone? Like, why? Just, yeah, I, man. I that was less that was... about the Joker anymore. Nah, yeah, yeah. going forward, I don't care yep. about the Joker. Again, these these gimmicks, when they do these gimmicks, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's another one. The yeah. Joker. They don't know what to do with it. Yep. Just build it up right. Oh, man. All right, let's move on. So, oh. Yeah. This match. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. This is where the flawless victory went away. It turned to dust. Cody snapped his fingers, was wearing the gauntlet, and said, Nope. nope. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, the American dream, versus Anthony Agogo. Everyone that watches wrestling knows that in order to put somebody over, you want to give them like one of those big wins, mm-hmm. right? Like it's you can get over with losses. You can, but in in certain matches, in in, in certain for someone's career, it's always great to get a, a win against someone established, to get yes. a, a win against a yes. name. Mm-hmm. And you had this guy have, I guess, two official matches. Mm-hmm. He's you're building him up as mm-hmm. this, you know, he's he's the Olympic boxer he's got all the cred as a real fighter you know and it's now too you added this whole element of it's you know the american dream versus you know the englishman who doesn't have that respect or whatever so he's coming up as a heel almost like uh back in the day when 
it was uh who was it Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik, Iron Sheik you know yep. and just yeah. just yeah just like national pride right so and I, I dig that and Cody came out and he had the ring gear you know nah. just America all over <laughs> nah. it super flashy hey you know whatever they, he did his thing I understand. they called him Homelander bro on on the internet <laughs> you know what you know what yeah 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 that fits in a lot of ways. That fits in a whole lot of ways. Oh, my God. So, yeah, because that man, I mean, he may think he's a hero, but he is becoming the villain. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That yes. is Cody Rhodes. That is yes. what is happening right now. Yes. So, they have the match. He he gets hit early with the bolo punch. And Amelia said, he's, this isn't going to end right here. It's not going to end right here. Then he hit the angle slam, one, two, kick out. I said, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. And Anthony Gogo, during the whole match, he's whooping Cody's ass. He looked good. He did a beautiful he's... frog splash. A beautiful frog yeah. splash, bro. I'm like, he's wrestling like he was green, but the, the moves he was doing were on point. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. I said, okay, like this, this feels like a match where, yeah, you know, okay, Cody Rhodes, he's got – He's the he's the he's the man, right? Yeah. But and everybody's expecting him to win at the arena, you know, because they're all cheering for him, whatever. But what a win would this would be for Anthony Gogo? Give him this win, put him over, and shock all of these fans there, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, he just be like," because this is the first time Cody's using the American. I feel kind of bad that I didn't pick Cody Rhodes from the standpoint of I should have seen this coming. He's <laughs> using the American Dream moniker for the first time. Yeah. They're in front of fans yeah. for the first time in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just, and it's Cody. And then it's just Cody going against anybody. Like, we should just default to picking Cody Rose, no matter who it is. Oh, like, God. it's just Cody. So, but with all that said, let's say they would have flipped it and a go-go wins the matchup. You would have been like, holy shit. Like, that, that is a star-making moment for a guy like this mm-hmm. to take him from who the hell is Anthony Agogo to yep. he just be fucking Cody Rhodes. The night Cody Rhodes was honoring his father. He was honoring America. He was honoring fans and attendance yeah. for the first time. America and he lost. Yeah. Who beat him? Anthony Agogo. That's who beat him. like that would have been a great thing for his resume, but nope. nope. Cody said crossroads and, no, not even crossroads. He didn't it do was no fucking move, crossroads. Bro. He didn't do his yeah, finisher, no, it wasn't bro. Crossroads. It was some it was vertebrae. The, uh, I don't even know what vertebrae move, move. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, oh, it's a that's devastating that. move, but, but still, but it wasn't yeah, the finisher. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the finisher. It wasn't the finisher, and he beat him. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I said, I said, huh? That's what we huh. do, Cody. You just can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself. Just unbelievable. Like, you you did it again. Lance Archer was the same way. Lance Archer was supposed oh, to beat you. Oh, my God. He was supposed to beat you. You don't need that win. You're already the face of the company. Like, you're over, bro. Just, you are over. <laughs> like, do you understand that? I thought, I thought you guys were the revolution to change. Nah, man. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. He just, you know, all he can think of is, I, I, they, they, they want me. 
they, they want me, you know. The the network wants me to be the guy. Tony Khan wants me to be the guy. Homelander, bro. Go ahead and be that dude. That's what they want me. He thinks he's the hero. They want me. I, I'm I'm the guy. I'm the hero. I'm the hero of the story. And everyone else around him is like, nah, you the villain, bro. You don't realize it yet, but you the villain. And until he turns heel, like, this is all just going to be really awkward. It's just going to be like, just. I, I guarantee he will get heavily booed at All Out Chicago. Heavily booed. Oh, man. We won't fuck oh, around man. in Chicago, bro. We don't stand for that shit. We're not going to stand for that. Yeah, that shit might work in Florida. Be. Jacksonville, that shit ain't gonna fly in some shy shit. We're gonna boo this. Yeah. I'll be like, boo this man! <laughs> Especially given who he's going against. They, they, I'm gonna be watching real carefully to see who they put him against. Because if they put him against someone real popular or someone they're trying to build up, yeah, yeah, he's getting booed because we can't have this happening anymore, man. You did it to Lance Archer, mm-hmm. now you did it to Anthony and Gogo. And I knew with Anthony and Gogo, the way they were setting him up, he had he had beaten so many people with that punch. I said, "Man, Cody, he's gonna be the guy that takes it and kicks out." And all of a sudden, now the punch can't do anything. Like it's not enough. There was one moment he was in the figure four, and Anthony Gogo punched him in the face, yep. and he was out. Yep. And then the referee counted one, two, and he woke up. I said, what the fuck yeah. is happening? What is happening? I'm like, he should have won. I'm, and that would have been cool. Like, oh, we got him in the figure. Not. Then one, two, three. If he would have won like that, I'd be like, right. oh, shit. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But no, nah, it's Cody. I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. Nah. This dude, like, anybody I'm Cody. I'm going to put nobody him. over. Not no, no more. I'll- that shit is over with. For him to be, like, he looked, he sold it perfectly when he was out, got punched, completely asleep, snoring. How do you wake up in time to get the, to, to break the three count? How? It's impossible. That it was, it looked so cartoon, goofy, like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. this, I know where this is going. Yep. At that point, you know. Yep. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was bullshit. Shit. And that, and that uh. match killed the crowd, if you noticed. It killed the crowd. Yeah. Crowd was yeah, because at the end, when when it was over, it was like, and he tried to celebrate with the crowd. And I'm like, nah, this yeah, ain't fuck all that. Nope, no, no, <laughs> like that's not working. That's not working. They just being nice right now. Oh man, <laughs> dude, what's that? I said they just being nice. The right crowd. now they being like, yeah, <laughs> Cody, all right, you a father to be, yeah, you know, like that's it. I mean, because for me, that's the way that he gets, he can get his 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 uh, cheers now is just. Mention he's got the baby on the way, you know, talk about his dad. Like, okay, cool. I respect all that. But then once we get down to it, the wrestling, the booking, the way that your character's being dealt with right now, uh, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that, man. So, yeah, man. Let's, Let's move it. on. Let's, Let's talk move about on. the best. Triple H, the Cerebral Assassin. I want to put myself over. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. But... Let's let's talk about oh the guy God. who I'm starting to consider. Now I'm mixed on this matchup, but I am a whole. Oh but I'm a, yes, yes. I'm a, I'm gonna stick with the positive in the beginning, right? Yes, yes, yes. So Miro versus Lance Archer. Miro, right now for me, I'm it's looking at this list monster. just to double confirm. Miro is my favorite AEW wrestler yeah. right now. Yep, he's number one for me. Yep, I am so. Like he's the guy that over everybody else, I'm looking forward to what he's going to say, what he's going to do in AEW. This man is a beast. 
he's a monster. And he scares the shit out of me, too, when I see him. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? Like, he just does not care. On Dynamite, like, if I was to show a casual friend on Dynamite, and he's like, hey, all right, watch Dynamite, and then, all right, who do you think is the star of the show? Oh, that's that guy that used to be on WWE, Rusev, right? Miro. <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately yeah, not. Yeah. That but... would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately not. Yeah, it, but... it'd be, I would say that for most people, it'd be a toss-up between, I think Kenny Omega would be in the mix for star of the show, you know, being honest. Uh, Miro definitely would be in the mix for that. Um, yeah, and I think those two really, and some people might even say Sting, honestly, like the way that Sting is getting, like, pushed and he's on television a lot, yeah. but he's an older guy, so... Yeah. Um, you know, and Cody, obviously, because fucking Cody is just face, for, being yeah, force fed to everybody. Right. Yeah. But Miro, that that is that is my favorite AEW star right now. Yeah. Like, he is just killing it. Great matchup from him. Great matchup in general. Now, the shitty part about this, God. Lance Archer, he did a great job. He did what he had to do, but they made him look like bullshit at the end. You had Jake the Snake come out trying to help him. Jake the Snake failed. He brought the bag, the snake in. Miro took that bro, shit, whipped it around. Bro, threw I was legit concerned because, you know, <laughs> you know I made the lifestyle change. I am a, a, a vegan now. So when yeah. he brought the snake in, you got Miro throw that motherfucker. I'm losing my fucking mind. He threw that bitch like 50 <laughs> feet away. I'm like, call Peter, goddammit. Call motherfucking Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bro, Right. <laughs> he was like, fuck your snake, bro. <laughs> bro, I was I was, just, li- I was a little bit livid. I was a little bit livid. I had to yeah. keep it real. Like, bro, I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker's on yeah. one right now. Yeah. I'm saying, you don't know what he's going to do. They, they, oh, my God, that was crazy. But then, you know, we talked about it. Like, how can they make this work where one of these guys doesn't look weak at the end? By losing, because this is Lance Archer's second opportunity at yeah. the TNT Championship. Yep. Cody Rhodes beat him, shouldn't have beat him. It should have been Lance, but whatever. We're here now. This is his second chance, so if Lance Archer loses, where does he go from here? If Mira loses, he just got the title, so how does he bounce back after just losing? So it was a lose-lose either way once the match ended. So at the end of the matchup, and we were thinking dirty, like a, like a heel tactic kind of win, whatever, for Miro maybe. Mm-hmm. That could be a way to do it. Maybe some kind of screw job finish somehow. But what did they do? They had Miro put this man in his camel clutch game over submission. He broke Lance Archer, tried to break out of it. Miro said, No, no, you get back down in this. Ah, in this bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> done. Clean, passed out, game over. Miro wins, Lance Archer loses again, and he loses clean. This man had help. He had help from Jake the Snake. He still can't win. It took Miro nine minutes and 50 seconds to beat the murder hawk, Lance Archer. Nine minutes and 50 seconds. Under 10 minutes to beat the murder hawk. Really? Really? That's how you're going to treat big guys? Really? I I was, I, I did Ooh. not. So you talked about the positive. That was a positive. 
But that ending completely made that match shit because I looked at the time and and plus I looked at the finish. You choked them out. He, I don't give a fuck if he passed out, but you choked them out. You choked them <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> oh my god. And then I and didn't then touch your bus back for me. <laughs> You, you, you can't. You can't. You can't, you can't say bro, nothing. Bro, just, just, just take a leave of absence. Just, <laughs> just, just take a leave of absence. You need to Let go to people, Impact. You need to go to Impact. Right. You, <laughs> you can't be on the same show anymore. You can't. You can't be on the same show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This was a loser leave sound match. One of us oh, got to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you just got humbled by, by, by the game over, Miro. This yeah. motherfucker is like, yeah, he is scary. You see the promo? He was like, I like to thank God for my power, bro, and, and my wife. <laughs> I'm like, out. who the fuck says that? Who the- <laughs> love, love him, love him. Yes. I was like, holy shit. Thank God for my power and my hot wife. <laughs> my hot wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Miro, yes, everything he's doing right now is gold. Lance Archer, I'm sorry, bro, but there is no coming back from this. You got to take a leave of absence. Yeah. You got to separate yourself from Miro. You can't go back to him and say, I want a rematch. For what? For <laughs> what? You lost clean. clean. He passed. He didn't just you don't deserve a rematch, you sir. You better stick to elevation and dark and get up your wins. Build up your wins. <laughs> you know, on <laughs> elevation and dark. Then all of a sudden, you pop on Dynamite and then they explain, yeah, he got all of his wins on elevation and dark. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> then you get your match. Because that's how they book it. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And, and actually, that's a perfect segue because somebody else that did the same thing went and built up their wins, worked their way up the ranking yes. system to make it work, yes. showed up, and showed out on this show. We're talking about the doctor, uh, Brent Baker, yes. DMD yeah. versus the champ, longest reigning champion, period, in AEW, Hikaru Shida. Shida. This right here arguably could have been matched the night. Mm. Arguably could have been matched yeah. the night. Yeah. This is a contender yeah. for sure. Yeah. This for me I was... got two matches tonight, really. It's a tie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get into it. Yeah. But this one right here was just awesome. Like, from the beginning, just both of them, the face-off, the crowd was hot for this. Even though, you know, we had the Cody debacle earlier that kind of mm-hmm. took the energy out. I feel like this match right here, the crowd came back alive for this match specifically. They were ready for this. Strong uh, following for the doctor, for sure. You could hear the DMD chants throughout the entire matchup. Let's go, Sheeta, DMD. Let's go, Sheeta, DMD. A lot of respect for Sheeta, for sure. You felt like this was kind of a a changing of the guard a little bit because everybody in the mama knows, like, hey, this is – Oh, this yeah. is the doctor's night. It's the doctor's right. night. There's no. Right. We, we didn't even hesitate when nah. it came down to our predictions. Nah. We said, I already had your answer happened. written. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I already know. Come on, like, no, it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's doctor. So yeah, just great matchup overall. Um, and at the end, seeing the doctor with well, a couple things here. Let me mm. take a step back. The belt. So they do have a slight redesign on the belt. It's a little bit bigger now, bit bigger, yes. and it was awesome for Sheeta to be the first woman to hold that belt, the new belt, and and bring it on down the ring and defend it. So that was awesome, awesome respect for Sheeta. 
The second thing was the the glove. I don't know if this is the first time that we've seen this particular glove on. I think on it the was. Doctor. Yeah, because I had pointed okay. it out on the when I broke it down on the on the other show circle of debate. I'm like, because I pointed it out, I'm like, that was a nice little Michael Jackson glove she had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I dig it. I dig it. Just having like a special glove for the doctor, yeah. you know, the, the sparkles and the, it just felt right. And it matched the ring attire. She was wearing the red and black. It was red and black glove with like, almost like blood looking like design, you know, on it too. So I like that overall. And yeah, at the end of it, she used that glove. She got there was a lot of near falls, oh, a lot of it near was. falls that I was just <laughs> oh. on the edge of my seat for. Just could not believe the doctor kicked out of Sheeta's finisher. You know when the 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 knee, the running knee that she does. Yeah. That whole crowd thought it was over. They did close ups of people in the crowd during that during that sequence. Um, there were a couple times where I'm like, man. This is the doctor's night. She just keeps mm-hmm. kicking out. And vice versa with Sheeta. She had a couple near falls too. But in the end, the uh the, the lock lockjaw um yep. submission, she put that on her, and I was surprised, even though I mean I guess it makes sense, she'd have tapped. She didn't just like, oh, you know, I'm passing out from you know exhaustion or whatever. No, she tapped out. Tapped out, <laughs> so it's official, it's definitive, it's yes. clear. Yes. The doctor is the new women's champion. Just went up there with the belt, held it high. Tony Schiavone came down, gave her a big hug. hug. She posed with it. You know, we got Rebel there celebrating. Yeah, it was awesome, man. So shout out to the doctor, Britt Baker, DMD, the new women's champion. Uh, Much, much, uh, much love and respect and Mm -hmm. very well deserved for her. She definitely deserves it. Uh, Looking forward to seeing her next chapter, but. Great match, and I wish they would have. They, they have this bad uh, uh, thing where they don't hang on the moment for long enough because you could hear in the background the crowd saying "Thank you, Sheeta," but they didn't show it. Like I wish they would have just mm. lingered in the ring, yeah. had Sheeta in the middle, and have Sheeta get that adulation from the crowd. WWE is great with that. Yeah. They will, you know, make sure they know those moments are coming. You mm-hmm. know, and they just linger and have the the wrestlers stand out there and wait for it. They get the the thank you from the crowd and done. Then you can go on to the next thing. But here, they're already on to the next. And in the background, you hear them saying, you know, thank you, Sheeta. I'm like, (laughs) why? Why? Just, ah. But thank you, Sheeta. You're a great champion. You know, through this pandemic, she was champion for damn near the whole pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know, but she held it down in the women's division. There were some ups and downs in the beginning. But at the end, I think it was a definite up. Like, she really held it down, did a great job as champion. So, shout out to her. The doctor, hey, here we go. We're in the era of the DMD. So, let's go. Yes, a new era for the women's division, as uh, Dr. Britt Baker at DMD said it. So, what do you think of the Mm post-celebration, man, on Dynamite? Yeah, um, it was interesting because I was like, why is Nyla there? You know, like, why is she there to celebrate Britt Baker? That didn't make any sense. Like, she's not going to... She's going to be pissed. And then everything, <laughs> the doctor, you know, she was like, uh, the whole thing with the with the burgers. Hey, you know, I, I want to give back. So everyone look under your seats. Look under your seats. I'm like, they ain't got no fucking tickets under their seat. I already know. And she's like, oh, wait, what's this? The tickets are right here because I'm the only one that deserves any of this because I did all the work. <laughs> There's only two people that get to share this with me. Tony, Rebel, have some burgers. So they go, they get ready to to eat their burgers, and then out of nowhere, a hand comes in, knocks the burgers knocks out of their hands, yep. 
throws everything away. It's Nyla. She's petty as fuck. She's popping balloons, saying, fuck your celebration, <laughs> fuck your burgers, fuck your balloons. I'm out. <laughs> and just left. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's that's a good first feud to to have, you know, as as, as champion. You know, her versus Nyla. I think, hey. So, is Nyla back to being face? Is I don't is. think. I don't Something think happened on dark and elevation that she did a. Maybe she just she just don't like her. I think you just throw out the heel and face thing with this story, honestly, right. because and, right. and for some reason it worked for me because to me, actually Nyla is the heel and Britt is like a tweener. I don't yeah. even really see Britt as a heel. I just see her as like you well, know not anymore. She's just yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. Okay, it's kind of how I feel about Johnny Gargano when he first turned heel. It's like he's just so damn entertaining to me. Like I don't even care. Like if you're a heel, I'm still gonna cheer you. Like an Adam Cole, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like it's it's the cool Adam Cole is probably the perfect comparison. You know, because I mean, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you but, mentioned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's you know she's the cool heel. You know yeah. she's the cool charismatic heel, so it can work against other heels or faces. She brings that same energy, so I think it works. Okay, cool, man. Hell yeah. With me, the match, like like I said, I love the match. After I watched it the first time, this was my only match of the night. But after watching, you know, Double at Night, Double or Nothing, the second second time, I actually had two matches end up being my match of the night. It was end up being a tie. So uh, we'll break that down later. But, man, Dr. Britt Breaker and Sheeta, man, they blew the roof off, man. That crowd was hot. I love the chants, the fit, the close finishes, OMG. But yeah, in the yeah. end, we already knew it was going to happen. Dr. Brick Breaker, DMD. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Love this match. Love this matchup. I think, in, in my opinion, this title change is probably the best title change in terms of creating a new star that AEW has had yes. thus far in their in their life, in the, the span mm. of their existence mm-hmm. you know because all the other ones it feels like they've been more of hey we're going to give it to a former wwe you know uh wrestler and then there was darby uh, allen yeah. right so you had you know john moxley you had jericho then you had moxley mm-hmm. and then kenny is kind of a name already dr Britt baker i felt like has been built she went from someone who we were saying she she we could see the charisma yep. but the wrestling needs just a little bit of work and then you know we can we can we, but we can see it it's there and now to see her elevate herself and then beat a champion like Sheeta who had held the title for so long like you've talked about it and we talked about it on the show that transfer of power like yes. to beat someone who's held a title for that long it just means so much so that's why I call this probably the most influential win for a champion so or for a, a contender becoming a star and winning a championship that they've that they've had so far in AEW. The closest one to this would be Darby Allen, but I feel like Darby beating Cody, it didn't have the same feeling that this had. You know, this one felt like, yeah, this is a coronation. Mm-hmm. This is a coronation. That one felt like it's cool, and I love Darby, but let's see where we go. I'm still skeptical, you know, of where we're going with this with Darby. You know, but with Britt, it's like mm, she's she's ready. She's ready to go. Let's go. Let's I think go. what it was because this is when I believe Cody got the TNT title back, right from Brody. 
So when he actually dropped yeah. it to Darby, it kind of so he hadn't lost held it. it for that long, right? Yeah, yeah. If he would have right. kept it, you know, if he would have kept it then straight, I think so yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Because then it'd be like, holy shit! Like Darby exactly. just beat Cody. Like he's mm-hmm. the guy that beats Cody after mm-hmm. this long reign. Yep. But no, we didn't. We didn't get that. But with Britt, it's like, yeah, she did. Like who? It, it got to a point where, in most cases, you just kind of pick Sheeta because she's just she's just champion forever. Mm-hmm. So. For for and we we were very strong in our pick for for Brit, but still it's kind of one of those where it's like, you know, if they did have Sheeta win, it, it it wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been like, I would have been surprised because I was so strong on it, but it's Sheeta, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it was enough doubt there because when she hit <laughs> that finisher. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Are they going to keep I, this on Sheeta? Right. Even I was like, oh, shit. I kind of jumped out of my <laughs> like, seat. I was uh, like, oh. Then maybe they're going a different direction. I don't know. But, yeah. The right the right, uh, the right, right person won. Let's elevate Dr. Britt Baker now and let her star rise even mm-hmm. higher. So, awesome job. Awesome job there. Um, speaking of Darby, uh, Darby Allen teamed up with his dad, Sting, Sting. to go against <laughs> Ethan Page. And Scorpio, reach for the sky. The men of the year, <laughs> as they call them. They're, they're a tag yeah, team. I, they're yeah, a tag I, team. I, I, don't like, I, don't, I don't like them as a tag team. I don't like them as a tag team. Because, one, in Scorpio Sky, is supposed to be the face of the revolution. Like, didn't he win that? That yeah. happened, right? Yeah. So, so, shouldn't he just be on a singles run where he's, like, the face of... Of the revolution? Not in AEW. That don't work like that. That means get the brass ring. I'm going to tag you up with Ethan Page. You'll be a tag team now. Another part of a tag team. Even though we broke you off from SCU. Where you were a tag team champion. (laughs) We split you up from a tag team. That's some WWE shit right there. (laughs) We're going to split up one tag team. We're going to split you off from a tag team to then put you in another tag team. Wait, what did you just do? And I, remember I had more chemistry he, with them. And I remember when he first split off, he had this big promo how he's looking to break out as a single star. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they just, they forgot. They forgot they told that story. I'm telling you, they don't tell real stories. They just, it's just kind of like, all right, let's just, what, what do we have on the docket for today? Okay, cool. And then tomorrow, nah, just whatever. It's it a just brand happens new when you got a, a, a big fucking roster. You want to have, you want to yeah, hire yeah. everybody. And now you got to make room. You know what? Okay, I, I can't make you a single star like I promised you, but I put you a tag team. You know, and then you get the stinger up. Yeah. So, and I mean, is this really a good rub? Because they lost the match, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page right now. Sting looked great. He looked phenomenal. Sting looked great. Right, they right. Looked great. He, he was did. having fun he out Jumping there, man. Jumping off of the yes. casino chips. Yes, that spot was great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then you know, uh, then him delivering. and Darby together. Yeah, just you know, it's it's yeah. still cool to see them together. I just, I want more out of that that combination. Like, I need. I don't feel like Sting is developing Darby. Like, what is Darby learning from Sting? Like, I want to know. I want to know the details of that. What is Sting teaching him? How to do his face paint? Is that it? Like, well, you know, just add a little bit more to the face paint. Like, what are we, what are we, what is he learning from Sting? I don't know, man. Not how to be a good tag team partner, because he does let Darby get his ass whooped. 
Or I think <laughs> remember Ethan Page kind of tossed him into the well, no, he's not kind of oh threw his my ass into God. the crowd. Yes. Oh my <laughs> Stephen God. Curry. I was scared that spot. I could, I was like, what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he threw it out. At first, I was like, they're talking about, oh my God, Darby. But I was like, man, props to Ethan Page. Like, you got some strength there, man. Yeah. A full grown man yeah. into the crowd like that. That, that was all that. Ethan. You know, no pun intended, but that was all ego. Right all Ethan right that there. That was Ethan. all ego. Just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a wrestling video game. I forget the name of it, but you can that that is a move that you can do where you pick them up. It's like one of these new uh, like all, uh, all stars, like WWE All Stars or something like that. Yeah. But there's one level where it's almost like um, like a Halloween theme, and there's caskets in the crowd, but it's like high up in the crowd. And me me and my brothers were playing it not too long ago. And literally, you could pick up, like, we went against Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. It was like, I forget which characters we were. Yeah. I think it was, you know, like Seth Rollins and, no, it was Finn Balor and uh, and AJ Styles. And they repeatedly kept picking us up and throwing us in the crowd into the caskets. <laughs> and then you get bounced around the caskets and come out. And then we get out and I try to get back in the ring like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my revenge. And then here comes Brock Lesnar. Pick me up and throw me right back in the crowd. <laughs> And in this, I'm just picturing, like, that's basically what he just did. He said, you know what? Pick your little ass up. Yeah. Throw your ass in the crowd. Get out of here. <laughs> right on to his brothers, too, which was funny. The brothers were in the front row. They were. Throw on to his brothers. So, this thing was trying yeah, to drag him as they was counting out. And then he was like, ah, fuck it. I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> he was just going to let you be. <laughs> he was just going to end the match. It was about to lose until Darby, all of a sudden, count of nine. <laughs> he just rolled and jumped in into the ring. I'm like, is that what Sting is te- teaching you? Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> not how to be there for your tag team partner? Just fuck it. I give up. I give up. Right? Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> we'll take this hell. Well, yeah, we just got to sit on this one right here, son. <laughs> Live to fight another day. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just gave up. <laughs> he did. That's great. He gave up That's in the middle great. of the count out, man. He was That's like, great. come on, son. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Fuck it. If they would have just lost like that, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. If only. If only. Damn. Uh, oh, man. But, yeah, just, I mean, this match was what it was. It yeah. had some, some fun moments. There was one moment, too, where... They had a scorp- uh, Sting had, I think it was uh, Ethan Page in the Scorpion Deathlock. Mm-hmm. And then Scorpio Sky had Darby Allen in like the, the knee bar mm-hmm. or the, the leg lock move that he does. And then Ethan Page and Darby Allen are both like fighting each other still. And then they're trying to poke each other's eyes out <laughs> and just, just chaos going on in that moment. I thought that was pretty cool. Um it was it was entertaining, but yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I still I don't see who this really benefited. Like I don't see it Sting. helping. Yeah, it benefited Sting the most. Just Sting. That's all. Well, it I, like just I just want more. This this there's the idea of him with Darby is it. It seems like the idea was bigger than the reality. 
Like, the reality of it is they're just kind of hanging out together and that's it. But, like, what... I, I literally want to know, what is Sting teaching Darby? Like, they need to develop that story in that way and just say that, hey, Sting is actually developing Darby, helping him to reach a higher level. And I just, I don't, I don't see it right now. So, you know, it's, it's leaving me wanting more, but not in a good way because I don't trust that it's actually going to happen. You know, it's just, we've we've seen this so many times, you know, with, with these two, they keep coming out together. Sting comes out and Darby comes out. Sting cuts a promo. Darby doesn't say anything. And that's it. It's just, you know, rinse and repeat, you know, and now they finally, you know, Sting wrestled in the ring, but, and it was great. Sting looked great. Yeah. But does do we need Sting to get over? Sting's over. Sting can right. do whatever he wants right. now, He's man. over, bro. He's a made man. Yeah. yeah. No no need to develop Sting, guys. Like, we don't need to recreate the wheel here with Sting. Yeah. We need they're to not, develop they're not Darby. Done, like, they're not done with, you know, with the men of the year, as you saw with Dynamite. Yeah. You know, they did the promo. And, yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, Sting was but, great. You know, he was awesome. He was cool. But, you know, can you do, can you beat us without Sting? So. They're doing a to just get another tag team partner. Yep, yeah, like, that's what he, yeah, that's 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 the premise. That's set up for next yeah. week on Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 really into that, but you know, it, it's they're they're trying like Sting and Darby. I think there is potential. There is definitely potential. They just got some work to do. So we'll see what they do in terms of continuing to try to develop that storyline. Yeah. All right. Now, the other match, which I, I, I'm going to go ahead and bet is probably the other match that you're considering yeah. for match of the night. But before the we go to that, right we had a special announcement. Tony Schiavone mm. announced he will be oh, yeah. added to the commentary for Rampage. WWE Hall of Famer, World's Strongest Man, Mark Henry. Come on down. Let's go get the ass whooped. Somebody's gonna get their wig split. Ugh. Somebody's gonna get their ass kicked. <laughs> Someone's gonna get their wig split. Beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck, beat him up, beat him up, break his neck. That's what I was missing. That's what I was missing when he came out, man. <laughs> I kind of wanted to hear that, but of course yeah. you can't. Copyright, you, can't, you know. Right, right. But he came out. He was like, ah. I was like, yeah. Somebody's gonna get their ass kicked. And there was no music. I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, but. There was a great pop for for Mark, you know, well-deserved. You know, I'm happy that he's happy being, you know, involved in the way he's going to be involved. It's kind of like with Big Show. Like, cool, he's not going to be, you know, wrestling. Although they did kind of ask the question. Are you sure about that, sir? (laughs) Well, he may have a match, you know, but. Right. No, we're not talking about titles here. We're not talking about. AEW champion. We better not be. Oh, he better not be fighting Kenny Omega for the championship. That's all I gotta say. No, if no. they say, if look, if they announce that as the all-out main event, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Mark Henry for oh, the AEW man, championship no, does no, not no, need no, to happen. No, 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 no. Like that's not no. We no. look. Mark Henry is awesome, and if they want to have him in a matchup against Anthony Agogo, you know. To put over Anthony and Gogo, okay, fine. fine. Yeah, you know you could do that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. The world's strongest man versus the Olympic boxer. There we yeah. go. I like that. I like that. That's okay. fine. That's okay. fine. So, but beyond that, <laughs> calm down. Like no, <laughs> no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know, man. 
these WWE legends that they're getting, you know, they they get that 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 second that second uh second win, you know. Look oh, at Christian man. Cage, you know. You'll yeah, see. yeah. Christian Cage is definitely gonna fight for the title eventually. Yeah, that is happening. Yeah, that is happening. That actually might be the all out match for Kenny Omega. They oh may do God, that. Really, they might. Yeah, they might. Never a Christian. Orange cast it. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah, a little bit are, there. Um, one other thing I'll mention too, uh, since we're we're talking about it, this happened on Dynamite, but I do mm-hmm. want to get in now before we get to the end. Um, we did have a debut um, for the latest signee for oh, AEW yes. on yes. Dynamite. Uh, Mark Henry, you know, was 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 out there, and they were interviewing him, and then. Tony Schiavone asked him if he was going to wrestle, and he said, you know, I still got left in, a lot left in the tank. You know, he told he told the crowd, he told Schiavone, I still got a lot left in the tank. So that was great. Um, hopefully, again, just, you know, in, in portions. <laughs> but then we heard in the background, excuse me, excuse me. Vicky Guerrero being Vicky Guerrero yep. comes out, told both of them, get the hell out of her ring. You know, to, to get the stepping. So, you know, they left the ring, and then she said, hey, now it's time for the debut of, you know, a third-generation wrestler, just someone who's just amazing, awesome, blah, 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 said all this stuff about him, and she said his name, El Ido Andrade, and the crowd was kind of like, what? Huh? Huh? Like, the reaction was weird at first, I was like, are they not understanding what just happened here? Then it, it took Excalibur even for commentary to be like, wait, did she say Andrade? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Andrade. And sure enough, he came out and I was like, oh, man, spiffy, we're doing man. this now. <laughs> yeah. He looked clean. He looked clean. Opened up the jacket, said El Idolo Andrade on the inside. I said, all right, all right, cool. You know, and he said, I will be the face of all elite wrestling. So I said, okay, okay, I like it, I like it. You know, so he's, he's on the microphone talking, yeah. you know, swagged out. I like it. Yeah, um, he was talking. So what was that bullshit WWE was talking about? He can't speak English. He sounded perfectly clear to me. Like, <laughs> it wasn't hard to understand. I'm like, uh... Uh, what they talking about? Because he, he said he was understanding his words perfectly. <laughs> he sounded great. He sounded great. I don't understand what I, I, I just. I don't want to make this about WWE. Nah, nah, man. I mean, I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying I didn't but get that. <laughs> point well taken, sir. That was a great, astute point. And shame on them for not utilizing this man more. We knew from NXT what this dude was all about and what he mm-hmm. could do, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, he was with Zelina, and that was great. But then you hear him on the mic now, and if we're going to get more of this, it's just going to be like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> and you say you want more, like, to, to get into the Mexican market. And you had Andrade. Even having Andrade saying, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, sure. You want to get in the Mexican market. You had me and didn't do shit. <laughs> don't, don't lie. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> you know so yeah just but not to make it about them 
Excited for Andrade. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a matchup for the AAA title uh, coming up pretty soon, you know, with uh, with Kenny for that. Yeah. For that yep. belt. So, yep. you know, looking forward to that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, man, he said, hey, he wants to be the face of all elite wrestling. Like, just like he's he's the face of, of Latinos. Latinos. Now he wants to be the face of all elite wrestling. Yes. So, I'm, I'm digging that. I'm digging the start. Uh, we'll see. Let's see what Cody I, has to say I, about I, that. I kind of wish some of the debuts in AEW, I feel like, are just kind of lacking that energy. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think, you know, when I think of some of the greatest debuts of all time, the one that pops into my, my mind is Chris Jericho debuting in WWE against The Rock and the way they mm-hmm. did that. The countdown clock, yeah. the buildup yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And then he, he, he interrupts The Rock. Like, oh, my God. And comes out and, you know, the countdown, you hear the music, you see the name. Break the walls down. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? Chris Jericho is here on Raw. Holy Who shit. Who in the blue hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> Raw, welcome to Raw is Jericho. He turns around. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Jericho, the Lionheart. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah, man. It was great. So I think about that, and I think, man, if I'm booking, if I'm writing for all these companies, like, that's in the back of my mind. Okay, I got a new superstar. I need to do something, like, special. Like, make them feel special. Like, how do you do it? You don't do all of them the same way, obviously, but that's the one that would be in my mind. So, you know, I hate to compare all of them to this, but to that, but... This one here felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere. He walked on on uh, stage, basically. And the crowd just didn't seem to really even understand what was happening until it had happened. And then it's like, wait, oh, 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 Andrade, oh. (laughs) You know, it was one of those. It was like, oh, shit, okay. So, yeah. But um, so just wanted to mention that Andrade is in All Elite Wrestling and more to come with him. Potentially with the winner of this next matchup, maybe, possibly, kind of insinuated this already. But we have the triple threat matchup between the, well, let's say Orange Cassidy, (laughs) Pac, and the champion himself, the collector, Collector. the Omega Man, Kenny Omega. All right, so uh, you alluded to it. You had two um, uh, matches of the night that yes. were tied. I'm yes. guessing this is the other one. Ooh, so why don't you was. break this down, man? Oh what, was, what were your thoughts on this match? The chemistry, the the the, the sequences, the bam, 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 the fucking multiple V triggers. Oh my god, that was some vicious ass V triggers. The Orange Cassidy, bro. Even the Snapdragon suplexes, man. It, I was concerned for, for Orange Cassidy. Like, oh my god, man. Yeah. Breath, check him out. Make sure his head Especially is okay. After the concussion. Yes, yeah. yes, man. And then Pac was looking, you know, doing Pac things. There was one move. Oh my God. It kind of made of a meme out of it. Uh, you, you've seen that. You've seen the, you know, the Charlie Murphy, Charlie, true Hollywood stories. He's like, ah, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. So you see Pac with his hands <laughs> like that. And Kenny Omega straight kicked him right in his chest, man. <laughs> right in the corner. Bounced off. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> But man, awesome. this I I'm just so amazed by Kenny Omega's you know wrestling ability, man. Like, and I get so frustrated because I'm like, bro, he like I, I get it. He's the collector, you know what I'm saying? The way he started, 
you know, as as he came in, you know, he had this like slow burn tag team with Adam Heyman Page, but that was fine, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? That ended but him, you know, uh transforming into the collector with Don Callis now, you know, next level consciousness and all that all that shit. But I just wish that he was the I wish he was the star of mm. of you know, A-Dub, instead of just being one of the stars, man, because I think they're missing out on a huge opportunity for, for Kenny Omega, you know, because he was just lights out amazing in this in this match, man. And I love the ending, man, such a heel way, you know, knocking out Orange Cassidy with all four of the titles, man, just going one by one, knocking his ass out, and then finally getting the uh, pin. I thought that was great, but this was my match of the night, man, tied for doc- for the Dr. Britt Breaker and uh, Sheeta match. Yeah, I think they just need to take a page out of, you know, WWE's book with Roman Reigns and just have Kenny be in the in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end of every dynamite going forward. Let me ask you this right here because so I hear other people podcasts, you know, uh and they, and they say like, "All right, we we got to be patient. They're they're booking very similar to New Japan Pro Wrestling, how they did with Kenny Omega. And my and my my rebuttal on that is okay. I get that. I understand that. But this is America. This is a different audience, bro. You're talking America. about right, right. And then you're talking about a very hardcore niche. Of fans, you know, that will ride that way, but you got those casual fans that need to see some who who are right, who's the star of the fucking show. You know? Yeah. And I think that's what they missed the boat on, man. Like like he he needs to be like if he's the collector, he needs to be like you said, the the beginning, the middle, the end. Not like on Dynamite, he was just on one fucking segment, and that was it. That was mm-hmm. it, man. And you wouldn't even know if he was the star of the show, man. And that's that's what the yeah. most frustrating part is. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I I'm with you 100, percent man. I feel like Kenny Omega to me is it's just a clear candidate to make the star of the show, like just just clearly. And I get it, like wanting to you have so many stars, you have so many wrestlers, you have so much talent, you want to showcase everybody, um, but. I feel like you 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 have so many characters right now. Yeah. You're trying to tell so many stories that, to me, you're telling none. Like, I'm not <laughs> following one story and caring about yeah. any one of them because yeah. you're showing me so much. My attention is all over the place. Mm. Like, I feel like you need to just focus this in, take all your champions – and tell great stories for your champions on Dynamite. And then maybe you sprinkle in one or two that are like, you know, just general storylines, like say with Sting and Darby, you know, like things like stories like that. But then the rest of it, you could put that on Elevation, put that on Dark, Dark, like everything else you got going on, and just use those for developmental, you know. But Dynamite, that's the main fucking show. If you're on Dynamite... You are one of the stars. You are like one of the focal points. You are one of the champions. Yes. And the star is the show. Like the main star is the reason why I tune in every week. And we're going to 
put all the focus into telling a big, juicy story around this star. And that that dude right there is going to be the beginning, the middle, and the end of every fucking episode. Like, yes. to me, the SmackDown is just the blueprint for that. They are doing it perfectly. <laughs> It's just crazy because, right. you know, it's WWE. They're telling you the answers. They're giving you the answers to the fucking test. They're giving you the answers. <laughs> it's right I there. I don't give a fuck if you want to copy it. Just make it work. <laughs> just make it work, damn it. Just take it right there. Steal the ideas. Just do it. It is right there. Make him. Kenny, as the talent, he has the charisma. People want to see him. It just makes sense. You know, they used to do this, actually, in WCW yeah. with the NWO. Those motherfuckers were all over the show. Like, and, and Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, oh, my God. Like, yeah. he, he just, he, he, they would continually show him throughout the show and all the shenanigans NWO was all about. So you do the same thing here with Kenny and the Elite. Like, it's just them yeah. running Dynamite. They are all over it. But <laughs> Kenny specifically, he needs to be, like, he needs to be the, the main with, centerpiece. Him. He is called the collector. So, oh my God. so people should know that. He, the minute you see him, casual fans should know who the fuck he is, man. Right then and there. Yeah. Right. Because even we haven't we haven't got we, we talked a little bit about this match, but at the end, what kind of so so I thought it was a funny ending, you know, with the with the belts and bringing yeah. that in. But also too, I think there are some people that won't even know the significance of him having the four championships. <laughs> they won't even really know. It's yeah. just like, he just, he, he just has these, like, when did he win them? Like, if you just watch dynamite, if you just watch it, you just won't know it. Cause they don't tell you, they don't talk yeah. about it. They're not telling the story where he went to impact and won the impact and TNA championships, you know, where in AAA he won, like he, he, he defended that title once, I think against Ray Phoenix, during mm-hmm. the pandemic, yep. like with no crowd whatsoever, they did that, but they really haven't talked about that. And he has this match coming up with Andrade. You wouldn't know that's happening. Andrade just showed up. He's not bringing it up. You got Kenny holding the belt. He's not bringing it up. Like same thing with the Impact. Uh, Impact when he goes to Impact and him and Rich Swan. Like you didn't even hear anything about that on AEW. Like it, that. That's the most frustrating thing. Like if you want, if you're doing this, you know, Forbidden Door, you're trying to help out these other promotions, right. New New Japan Strong or Impact. All right, man, if you tell a fucking, if you had a, a main centerpiece like Kenny Omega and then you can bring that attention of the audience to the other promotions that you're trying to help build, but you're not yeah. doing that. You're just yeah. Yeah. You're actually sabotaging yourselves. Yep, yep, 100%. 100%, I agree, I agree. So, yeah, man, this matchup was great overall, yeah. though. Let's like, just getting back to the matchup a little bit. Like you said, the chemistry with all three of these guys, the, you know, boom, boom, boom in terms of the, the uh, moves being on point. Uh, they were great. Just uh, spots, uh, gosh, that were great. I'm trying to think. I feel like um, Don Callis, when he saw Kenny Omega take that uh, um, orange punch, that reaction from him where he said shit shit yeah, and then he, he runs like, off from shit, the commentary shit. i think at one time too it was another close finish he kind of coughed you like, <laughs> 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 like i was like holy shit callus is like having Dude. a heart attack over there bro yeah 
I loved it. Don Callis, bravo, man. Bravo. He just added so much to that. Yeah. And for me, that I literally, I heard the second time I watched it, I had to rewind that moment a couple times. I said, oh my God. This man, I, I got I just had to relive it. He's like, oh shit, shit. And they're like, damn, what the hell? Where's he going? He ran out there. He pulled uh, yeah. <laughs> freaking Orange Cassidy off of Kenny Omega. Yeah, oh no, he pulled the referee is what he yep. did. He pulled the referee's leg, pulled him out. He's arguing. He's like, no, it's two. And you got Orange Cassidy looking like, you son of a bitch. Like, you just cost me the title. Mm-hmm. So great. That right there, great storytelling. Yes. Like, I love shit like yes. that. Like, during that match, that was great storytelling. So for me, more moments like that I want to see going forward. Um but yeah, great matchup, man. One of the match of the nights for sure. For me, I feel like the the ending of the match with with Britt and Sheeta was stronger and more just definitive. With this one, it's like, yeah, we're we're doing the heel finish thing, you know, and he's using the belts and you know, there's there's all sorts of shenanigans going on yeah. on the outside. And Kenny won, and that was cool and I was with it. Um, but I was slightly elevate Sheeta and Britt Baker, that matchup over this one because of the way the finish went. And it was just so, like, oh, my God, definitive. And putting away a champion that had been champion for so long, like, and taking that power onto yourself and then getting the adulation from the crowd, that moment was just perfect. Just from beginning to end, that matchup, just, you know, I I got nothing to break this no, you can't. You yeah. can't. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that moment uh, on My Hero Academia, man. Like they're doing that class A versus class B, B and, and it was Bakado's team. Yeah. He was up. He was like, "All right, listen up. All right, we we gonna be the team. It's gonna be a flawless victory. Ain't nobody gonna question our victory. All right, four to zero. Understand? No casualties. No one injured. <laughs> I was no like, one. "Oh shit." <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And he made it happen. I yes. said, oh, my God. He walked out. He walked with and handled his shit like a G. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> that is my God, man. I, shit, I've been telling people now. I said, for me, it was it was, it was was Todoroki, who was my favorite yeah. um, in the beginning. And Bakugo, who's been climbing, climbing, yes. climbing. That movie yes. really just oh, like, yes. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. And now this episode, this last episode that they just did, I said, I think Bakugo's my guy now, man. I think I think he's my favorite. Dude, I had just, to rewind that when he had uh, said, bro, ain't nobody going to question our victories, man, because he's watching everybody. Everybody's like, oh, yep. Team A did good. Team B did kind of good, too. They could have did this. He's like, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to question our victories. It'll be definitive. Absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, man. That a great episode. Just My Hero Academia. Y'all yes. ain't watching it. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. This is the good shit. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So we are at the main event, Stadium Stampede. Yes. So this matchup here featured the Inner Circle, inner circle. versus the Pineapple. I'm sorry. The Pinnacle. <laughs> the Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. The pinnacle. The pinnacle. <laughs> the top. We always on top top. So yeah, this matchup. Huh. Don't don't mix don't, bag. Don't 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 don't. Yeah. Don't, okay. Don't. So the entrance was okay. The entrance was all right. 
right. You know, they rappelled down, you know, hence the Mission Impossible theme. You know, uh, they came down. They kind of spin out of control. You know, they was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It was fine. It was fine for what it was. Here's my problem with it. You, this is the first time with fans. And we talked about this during WrestleMania when we were talking about Randy Orton versus The Fiend and maybe being a cinematic match. And yeah. I said, you cannot do that shit and yeah. have people watching yeah. a movie yeah. with fans there for the first time. I, I'm losing my mind if I paid a ticket for that. Yeah. Stadium Stampede, they basically did what I, mm-hmm. what I was saying you couldn't do. They did it. Yeah. They had essentially uh, it, this match, according to this, the official time here, 31 minutes 31 and 30 minutes. seconds. Yeah. About 30, eh, 25, Five, 29, yeah. not even that long. It was it's more than 27, that. 27, 27. Let's say of those 31 minutes, there's <laughs> probably five minutes that went on in the arena. And the rest of it went on in the stadium. And I, I heard it was uh, pre-recorded, so, you know, they, they oh, yeah. basically, it was, yeah. it was just happening on the screen for the crowd. Um it just went on too long yeah. for me. Yeah. If I was going to fall asleep, this was the mo- moment, there. actually, where I started to tune out. Mm. I literally started to tune out of this matchup. I kind of felt like this is too staged. Like when, when Sean Spears was in that room. Oh, my God. Chairs, oh, my like, God, bro. What? I was like, seriously? Seriously? <laughs> and then they had a chair fight. I, was, I swear to God. I said this on the other uh, review. I, I was doing the, the lightsaber uh, sound effects. That's all I could think of. Oh, man. I just, I just, it was too much. It, it too, too many scripted, like, moments. I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. But, like, it just felt like they were trying too hard to have these, like, uh, moments for these two specific wrestlers, even like with the with FTR and 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 Santana and Ortiz, they end up in the club and Santana Ortiz walk in. I'm like, what? What? How did? Where did this club come from? And where are you guys coming from? And then you got FTR and and, and Tully standing at the bar just chilling, like. With their bandana, with the thing around the neck. Bandana's around the neck. With cowboy boots on. I said, said, what? What is happening right now? Y'all look real comfortable. (laughs) Y'all look real comfortable. What is happening? Just, some guys, what's going on? I said, I guess we're just chilling. Let's just be at the club. All right. <laughs> this is and this is the the thing oh, around the neck was killing me too. It's like this movie Cowboys. Like what is going on? Whatever. So then they they, they meet up at the table. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> they meet up at one of the, at the bar stools and then pour each other drinks. I'm like I thought that are was we cool. Doing this, I thought that was cool. The pour the drink thing, I, I thought that was I cool. You were feeling that? I wasn't feeling I that. I thought that was cool. No, hey, I said that little I, thing. I, I was like, yeah. No, that, that was, that cool was just. Uh, I, I guess because of all the other moments like that that were happening during this yeah. matchup, yeah. I kind of was like, 
no, man. Now you got this that you're doing too. Yeah. Now the funniest part about it was Conan in the background DJing. That was cool. That I was with 100%. <laughs> Just having Conan in the background DJing, they zoomed in. I was like, oh, shit, it's Conan. So that was cool. I like that. But it's just, I don't know, man. Just It just felt like too much. Now, the other part that I like, too, later on, um, and I actually, I don't think I predicted it on the show, but I talked to, to some, one of my friends about this uh, in general, that they asked me, do you think they're going to recreate the moment with Sammy Guevara when he was getting chased down? And I said, yes, but they're going to flip it. And I thought it was going to be um, Sean Spears that was going to get chased down by Sammy Guevara. <laughs> yeah. Now, they had the security team doing it first with the motorcycles. The motorcycles and I said, oh, yeah. I almost got it. I almost got it because they had that. And then later on, they actually did have Sammy yeah. chasing them down. I, saw, I said, oh, shit. All right, cool. So that was, that was fun to see. That was a fun little, little, little moment there. So I like that. Um, <laughs> Jericho and, and MJF's back and forth. Jericho's the king. So everything he was doing, I felt like it was entertaining. Even though it was over the top as well, it was entertaining. Um, fo- and MJF for Urban Meyer, you know, throwing the footballs <laughs> at MJF. And- Urban Meyer watching as they were like, holy going, shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Crowd like that. Um, the, the, the bat being hidden in the office oh, yeah. back there. Yeah. That was kind of cool. I was like, all right, it, I had to suspend my belief a little bit. Like, he yeah. knew that this brawl was going to end up in that room, and he hit it right there. Like, okay, but it was fine. That, that part was okay. Um, now, fast forward. They're in the, they finally get to the stadium. Yes. Jericho, MJF fighting at, at the, at, at, in the stands. Mm-hmm. And Jericho, well, MJF trying to throw Jericho off the top. That visually looked crazy. And MJF was busted open at the time. So he's got the blood streaming on his face. And he's roaring, ah, ah. I was like, all right, I like this. I like the visual for MJF. I thought that was cool. Um, Jericho then getting him, powerbombing through the table, you know, getting the crowd hyped. That was cool. And then we had, of course, like I said, Sammy Guevara chase down um, Sean Spears. They got to the ring. And then became Sean Spears and MJ. Uh, no, Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara one-on-one uh, to, to end this matchup. They go back and forth, and then uh, MJ, uh, I keep calling him MJF, uh, Sammy Guevara <laughs> ends up getting the upper hand. Uh, after Sean Spears has set up the chair in the corner. You got Sammy Guevara grabbing his arms. Uh, Sean Spears, no, no, don't do it, Sammy, no. Sean Spears is like, I did this to you, bitch. <laughs> Curb stomps him into the corner. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> and then he goes up to the top, turnbuckle, you know, gets the crowd. Everybody's on their feet. He raises his hands, jumps off, does the 630. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, gets the pin. I said, wow, okay, this is how we're ending it. All right. I I was shocked because, you know, you kind of naturally think it would be Jericho and MJF in the ring or everybody would have gotten to the ring yeah, and yeah. had a big brawl there with mm-hmm. all the, the, the participants. But it I liked the moment a lot for Sammy, Sammy yeah. because Sammy was the one that mm-hmm. surrendered at blood and guts. So this was redemption for Sammy. So I like that. I like that they, that they did it that way. So overall I enjoyed the matchup, but I also felt like it just was too long. Like I wish it was, it was shorter. And I think it's, it's, 
it was borderline criminal that they had this matchup not in front of the people. Like probably what they should have done, and this someone had brought this up to me, they should have flipped blood and guts with the stadium stampede and just done mm. bloody guts here at this show yeah. and had the stadium stampede yep. match be the one yep. without the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. do it that way. Yep. And then and then <clears throat> I was almost thinking if that I I felt the stadium stampede match actually should have been you know, just right. Like I, I would have put Kenny o, the the triple threat, the three way for the AEW World Championship for the final match. I would have put it mm-hmm. right. I would have put it after, especially with how it how yep. it ended up the way uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because that whole match is in front of the crowd. You know, this was just <laughs> you know what a good twenty eight minutes of it was on TV. You know, yeah. good three <laughs> good four minutes was just just watching, sitting there, just chilling. Like, all right. Is we watching this on yep. the, on the Tron, you know, like all right, let's sing yeah. everybody here. We are. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come back. So we go I up will there. say that was a cool that was a cool moment though. The crowd, the, the show ending with the crowd singing the song. I actually did like that. I actually did appreciate that. You know, like and then you know seeing Jericho being like, yeah, keep going, keep going, and they kept it going for that one last time. I was like, all right, that's awesome. That's a, that's a nice way for the for the first show with a crowd in over a year, basically. Yeah. Um, to end it that way, I was like, all right, because that I mean, you know, that's a moment that the crowds really look forward to, and to be able to do that with Jericho there, you know, and everything. I thought, okay, that was cool. So I like that. I just feel like I agree with you that having seen it, like the better match to end the show on mm-hmm. would have been that triple threat. Yeah. Like just end it there. It would have been a way better you know, fulfilling matchup, just a match, even though the heel won, like shit, who cares? Like it's, it's great. You know, it's Kenny just, yeah. just end it that way. I think that would have been cool, right? He's but they wanted to, this was kind of, it felt like this whole show was basically a celebration of having the fans back, you know, and the way that they kind of yeah. did like who won and who lost. They, there's a lot of fan favorites basically, or, you know, big, I don't know, big moments for the fans that they did short of Moxley losing, but, but you know, it, it, it's, he's going to be with his wife. So that makes sense. But everybody else, it felt like, yeah, all the fan favorites were the ones to really, to really win. You had Adam Hangman page, you had jungle boy, you had, I mean, Cody Rhodes isn't really a fan favorite, but they think he's a fan favorite. So they picked him. Yeah, there you, you know, go. <laughs> you got Miro, Dr. Britt Baker, Darby Allen and sting, Kenny Omega, and then the Inner Circle. Like, these were all like, hey, at the end, we can cheer, we can mm-hmm. sing along, whatever, you know, like, like, okay. So, yeah, that's, it was, it, it I get it. I get why they structured the way they did. Um, so, yeah, man, we went through them all. I was one match away from a flawless victory. One freaking match away. If freaking Cody Rhodes would have done the right thing, I'd have been sitting here with a flawless victory. But that's okay. That's okay. I am what? So this I went nine and one yeah, on this card. Yeah. I was went ugh. six and zero oh <laughs> on the last card. So I'm a combined fifteen <laughs> and one for you the You got a hefty lead two. on me. You got a hefty lead on me. <laughs> I got I got my work cut out, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known for the records. <laughs> I'm climbing the rankings, AEW. I'm climbing the rankings. <laughs> I'll put in the work. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> Shout out to Britt Baker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So final grade, yeah, man. man. I will give this a B. I'll give it a B. Mm. It just felt fell a little short for me for an A. I felt like it was, a, a, B it was plus? a good, I get, I solid. I gave it a B plus. I give it a B. I feel good about my B. I feel like it was just a good, solid, <laughs> good, solid passing grade. <laughs> That'll be plus. Okay. You know, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, you know, I think for me, you know, I, the the Miro-Lance Archer matchup f- made me feel like, oh, man, this this is like split. Yeah. Miro was amazing. Yeah. For Lance yeah. Archer, it's it horrible. Fucking, what? Yeah. What did you do? It was horrible. Exactly. Horrible. So. Yeah. I, I just I can't get with that. And then the um the Cody Anthony and Gogo yes. match. Horrible. Really? Horrible. We're doing this? Really? Yeah. Just no, man, no. Um so those two like oh and then I mean even though I liked the Darby and Sting matchup. Ah, uh, okay. I don't That's really the reason care. for the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just don't yeah. care. I have like, fun I with I have I had fun with Sting, so that's why I can't. Sting was great. He was, was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ethan yeah. Page is, and especially Scorpio Sky. This is a this is a big fail for Scorpio yeah. Sky, man. Yeah. This man is the face of the revolution, the face. Yeah. What okay. does that even you mean? You know, doesn't mean <laughs> shit. He won a donut. He won a donut. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you got a the golden donut. You got a donut. That is not man. the brass ring. Oh, we my lied to God. you. It's a fucking donut. <laughs> yeah, somebody got your ass. <laughs> Yeah, got him. <laughs> Thought he got the brass rings. Right. Get out of here. Yeah. That's Cody's. <laughs> Cody ain't never letting that shit go. Never. <laughs> oh, oh man. So hey, I give it a B. So you said B plus. B plus, man. B plus. All right. Because right. it, like I said, the two matches, the Miro, Lance Archer, and Cody Rhodes, Anthony Go, didn't didn't like it. So that's why I dropped it to a B plus. But I can see the reasons why you said a B. You said a Darby Allen thing makes a lot of sense i get it yeah 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 so yeah man and just in general it, it was an entertaining pay-per-view did not fall asleep saw it twice you know enjoyed myself yeah. i could watch it again honestly yeah. like there were matches in there where i just felt like i mean even though like even the miro matchup you know i i just i love it for miro if i just watch it rooting for miro oh my god this is a great, great yeah. performance for him. I wish it was someone so, else. I'm a though, fan. Besides Lance, it just, Lance just had to be yeah. caught up in that bullshit. Why Lance? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Could have done that to anybody else, anyone man. Else, man. Oh, How about Nick just... Camarado? You know that dude. <laughs> Pick him. Yes, right. please. Damn. Got to do, yeah. do Lance Archer why, like this. Matter of fact, why the fuck is he main eventing on Dynamite? Oh my God, that was some bullshit. That was that. Dude, I, I I tune that out. I tune that main event out completely. That's the Bull main Roman event match with Dustin. That's who closes the show. That's how you show? end the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well they wouldn't be doing this if they were going head to head with NXT or SmackDown or whoever. Like they they would not. But they have no see in that time spot. It's after SmackDown, so they ain't got to worry. It's like whatever. It's late night mm-hmm. on the East Coast. It's super mm-hmm. late. No one's yeah. watching anyway. Goddamn, they probably it's goddamn so midnight whatever. now, right? <laughs> Right. So they're just like, fuck it. Dustin, get out there with the bull rope. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> just, yeah, like, that is the main event. Really? I'm telling you, is two hours too much? Is two hours too much? That's that's a real question because... We should have an open debate about that. 
It's two hours. Dude. Anybody who, who has a podcast who likes to be pro A-dub, who thinks that two hours is enough, you have an open invitation. You know, send or us an email. More. Or more. Or more. You want to add more? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. We will have a respectable debate with you. About this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I yes. welcome that. I yes. welcome that, absolutely. Welcome all takers. Oh, man. Open invite. Yeah. Especially on Fridays, two hours is too much. Man. They, it's too damn late. That shit. It's too damn late. Yeah. Dude. You know, like, no. Practically the whole show on Dynamite, I was on my goddamn phone. <laughs> the, the entire oh, show. Like, yep. The entire Same. show, man. Same. It was, you know. It, I, it, I, I focused it, it, in. It rarely holds Brent my Baker attention. showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, it rarely holds Rip my Baker, attention. Would, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Especially that second half was just like, what? And that main event, I I tuned out. I tuned out. I completely tuned out. I said, oh, hell, wait. What's, how much time is left? Yeah. This is the main event? What? No, just. And Nick Camarote even okay. win. He didn't even win. He lost. He Dustin lost. went over. Dustin, Dustin went over went too, over. bro. We're building we stars, doing? right? What are we doing? Just, <laughs> no, we're, just, we're not. <laughs> we're just building stars when we feel like. Okay, Britt Baker, you can go over now. That's cool. You're 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 cool. In twenty twenty one, Dustin Rhodes is getting is going over. Why? In main events. <laughs> main events. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes. Vince is somewhere laughing. <laughs> You're never gonna be competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like Dustin really. <laughs> Vince is not worried, bro. He's not. It's <laughs> the same character in WWE Goldust that could barely get on television anymore, man. And I love Dustin. I love Dustin. I feel yeah. like. Dustin can still go. He can still wrestle. It's cool. But not main events nah, and not man. going over young talent. Nah, man. You want to beat Matt like Hardy that. or something? Okay, fine. Yeah, you want to beat yeah. Christian? Okay, fine. Right. Like right, Hall right. of Famer There's versus Hall vets. of Famer? Cool. Right, right, right. Yeah. But this is a. That's fine. New young talent? That's part what? of the, 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 the faction or no, what's that? The factory, right? The fa- That's a trash ass faction. They're the worst faction in, in AEW. They're the worst faction in wrestling right now. That is the worst faction. And the losses are not helping. Just, I mean, granted, Anthony and Gogo, you know, they won on on Dynamite. Oh, so. yeah. Let me get your clump of win, you know, in a tag team. Fuck. Yeah. Man. You just Fuck lost on, on the pay right. but we'll, we'll give you this one. Here you go. <laughs> right. In a tag team. With Big Shotty. With Big Shotty there. Fuck. <laughs> God. Dude, you know what? Yeah, Vince is not worried. You know, you know why? Because he just did a whole bunch of releases. Yeah, that just shows yep. he's not fucking worried about AEW. He ain't worried. He ain't worried, man. He's I'm telling you, he's laughing. He's laughing yeah. at this. He's watching like shit. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead and get get Braun Strowman if you want to. I saw what you did with Lance no. Archer. Go ahead. Hell no. That's why Braun is like, man, I ain't going over there. Uh, not me. I ain't not me. That. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I'm gonna take a break, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to Hollywood. Fuck all this. Let me make my money. Right. Make some movies. At least Braun money. took a F five from Brock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get choked out. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best man. 
under <laughs> 10 minutes, yes, I'm still chipping all that shit. Nine minutes and 50 seconds. Lance Archer got yeah. dominated. Yeah, he did. He With did. help. With help. Jake the Snake tried. God. He tried. Damn, Jake Fuck the Snake. It. Fuck your snake. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> That was just a sad loss. It, it was sad. It was sad. He just, because, oh my God. Jake the Snake was struggling to get the, get the snake out. And it was like, what the <laughs> Fucking Miro, man. Oh. You the oh, best, Miro. Man. You the best. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hey, man. Just do oh, you, Miro. Man. Do you. Yes. That's all you can, man. <sighs> all right. So. We there. We yeah. made it to the end. We are. AEW double or nothing. Yeah. We recapped the show. Gave our grades. Matches of the nights. You know, we read them off to you. Mine, uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Sheeta. Um, Devin's tie between Dr. Britt Baker, Sheeta, and the triple threat AEW championship matchup. Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac. So that'll do it. Uh, any last words before we call it an episode here, sir? Man, just do another big shout out to the Front Face Lock Podcast because they gave us a huge shout out. I think I sent that message to you to let you know. Yeah, yeah, man. So they showed us love because we're going to show them love right back. Go ahead and check them out. Front Face Lock Podcast on any major podcast. They're on YouTube. They're on Twitch. You can catch them on Spotify as well. Give them a follow. Give them a subscribe. Tell, let your boys know that Clark Street sent you over there because they got some great content. They are definitely fans of wrestling, so check them out. Hell yeah. Awesome, awesome. And then, sir, please, please tell the people yes. where they can catch us. Oh, yes, 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 all the time. You can always catch us on the various social platforms. We got Twitter. We got Facebook, we have an awesome Facebook page, by the way, called the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast Community. Go in and hit that. Uh, go and follow us on Facebook. You hit that join. We will we will embrace you. We will have you in. We'll open the gates, and we will have. We will show you all the love and goodness, <laughs> <laughs> and show you what true fans of wrestling is all about. You can always follow, follow us on TikTok. And by the way, our TikTok page TikTok, is TikTok, blowing up. TikTok. We're on, we're, we, I think we're getting close to 2,200 followers on the TikTok. Nice. Yes. All right. And then, of course, follow us on Instagram and YouTube. And you can follow all those social platforms on our website, ClarkStreetWrestling.com. ST for the abbreviation. I'm going to mention our YouTube page again because we've got 141 subscribers. So we are really really growing so go ahead if you follow us on the spotify on the audio you want to see our beautiful faces going and follow us on the youtube hit that subscribe button and we will appreciate it and i must talk about our merch yes i'm not gonna talk about this merch, merch. i'm gonna talk about merch. the new merch we got the the merch. tribal yes the tribal chief of podcasting in the right hand co-host new shirts we got for you in the beautiful black attire i am the tribal chief of podcasting with my right hand co-host mm, i don't know who that is <laughs> people the people I know who that nobody's is nobody's bitch 
they acknowledged us. They acknowledged us. Yes. Oh, oh you check check it out. All right. I'm gonna do some uh, editing, so I'm gonna put it out there so you can see it. I'm going ha- so you can see the, the beautiful uh, merch attire we have. But check it out on of our beautiful merch site, ClarkStreetWrestling.com forward slash store for your pleasure. And don't forget your motherfucking beach towels as well. We got beach towels. We got beach four towels. different beach towels, not two, four. This logo behind me, the logo you see behind us, and. The tribal chief of podcast in the right hand coast beast house. Yes, we got them on the beast house. So go get them for your pleasure. <laughs> so the way that these uh, uh, predictions are going, they people are gonna be calling me the tribal chief of podcast. Pretty soon, you better put your work in to get these W's because <laughs> I've only lost one so far, sir. All right, sir. One prediction, All right. dog. You want to put me on the spot like that? All right, I'm going to come back. Even, I'm going to come back stronger. Hey, right hand. Right hand, man. Jay Uso. Man, I ain't nobody's bitch. Well, Nigerian Nightmare merch coming soon. Get some other good shit out there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Go and plug. Go and plug your shit. Yes. Yes. I'm going to come up with all sorts of shit. The vision. Follow the vision of the Nigerian Nightmare. T-shirts. Oh, I coming like soon. I like that. <laughs> all right. Oh, We're having fun here. We're yes. going to have some more fun for our number 200 oh. episode coming to you soon. It's going to be coming real soon, and we're going live for that one, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to do that and just get the comments going during the podcast yes. and responding and reacting and, and just being able to interact with you guys live, so that'll be yeah. really cool. Looking forward to that. For this episode, that is going to do it for this recap episode of Double or Nothing, AEW's pay-per-view. Uh, that is going to do it. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.